we would pick somebody. You came in with a certain jacket or a hat. Yeah. I remember Patrice came in, he looked like he sold his own barbecue sauce. <laughs> I mean, Billy Burr one night, one of the greatest smashings ever was when he was doing comedy on a bus to get World Series tickets. <laughs> like a tour bus? No, on a bus to Yankee Stadium. So he would jump on the bus and they'd do stand-up. And then some people in the middle of his joke that stuck would pull the bus. These are girthy. This is, I this like is, this is my favorite. This is my dick right here. This is, if I was going to say, <laughs> well, don't go say get that. a cigar, this is my dick. Yours looks like this, you're saying? Now it does, yeah. But before? When I was a little chubbier, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it looked like a nub. It is true, it shrinks, right? Buddy, you don't even understand. Your when you get fat, your stomach gets big, mm -hmm. but you have a dick stomach. Yep. Like, I didn't know there was a yep. dick stomach. Yep. Until all of a sudden... I was, yeah. You know, I used to jerk off with one hand. Yeah, and now I, I then I started jerking off with just two fingers. <laughs> no, dude. So you were just losing digits. You're like uh, King Viserys. <laughs> you love that show, don't I love you? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chick yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a fucking nice night in, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. The it music. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, bunch of ladies crying about being pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> just kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna die at 23, anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Let me live. Nobody lives. Nobody outlives lives their kids long. back then. Yeah, hey, your kid's gonna catch something, cut a, cut his thing on a rusty nail, get fucking sepsis, mm -hmm. die by a river. Mm -mm. Dude, your dick gets smaller. Yeah, <laughs> when the fatter you get, your dick goes away. And and when you lose weight, like I was jerking off. Are you uh, back to full fist? I'm back. I'm back to one, and I can do this. Whoa. Wait. Oh my boy! Hey, my boy! Give it up. He's there's a, there's a little asterisk next to it. Okay. I have I have to push down. Yeah, of course. Like I gotta push <laughs> of some course, of that. Of course. Like like uh I lost I lost weight. Like Chase said the other night. I was like, yeah, you look great. I was like, thanks. I lost the weight. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not the weight. You didn't lose the weight. You lost some weight. I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. I was like, good point. Wow. Lost uh, hundred pounds though. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. And you gained about three back in your dick, so you lost 103 pounds. Yeah, think, about think about it. I don't have a th I have a, I have a I think I have a perfect dick. But really? my but my dick here's the thing when you're fat yeah you dick my it's almost like when you're in a car accident or you you get some type of you get some you know cancer you need a few months to get your dick back you need to get some vitamin D back into it because <laughs> it, it was away for a while it was hiding mm. out so my dick is coming back it's becoming it wouldn't get as hard you're saying doesn't get as hard it's a really? fucking like a, a darker color from living in a cave. <laughs> That's a good thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No offense. <laughs> you got an Al Qaeda dick. Hiding out in the cave, getting darker. Yeah. I do have a nice little tan helmet now. Uh, um, yeah. Guys, uh, if you don't already know, we are here with one of the greatest comedians alive, one of my favorites, Bobby Kelly, mm. is joining us here Legend. on Flagrant. Finally, it's been too long. I, I, well, it's too, it's, I can't believe that this is, this is overwhelming. Mm. I mean, what you've created here is fucking amazing. Listen, we all did it. This is a yeah. team effort. I mean, here. what I said, we. I okay. didn't say you. Okay. I said that. You did say you, but it's fine. But I'm not going to correct you. you. I'm not going to correct rewind you. Rewind it. See if I did. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I meant you as a whole. I got you. Uh, yeah, right. The royal you. Now, now you used <laughs> to. Now, no, no, but this is something really important while we're talking about this because mm -hmm. you used to let special needs kids jerk off to you. Can you go into that? Whoa. First of all, that is a that's that's a lie. They were elderly. They weren't kids. 
Sorry. And it wasn't a they, it was one. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the royal okay. one. The royal That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but there was a Prince special Andrew needs like adult that you were looking after. Okay. That would rip it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. You And no. you would just pose for it, no, right? No, no. I didn't. It was like art class or something, no, no, right? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, that's a different wait, story. What? Okay. No, this you're is mix, you're mixing stories to make it more fun. Right. Look, so, 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 so. No, this is this is true. From I my lived, understanding, I lived with uh, six when I was starting comedy and yeah. going to college for art. I was going to be a art teacher, right? <laughs> so I needed a job that let me, you know, do my shit. So I, uh, my ex girlfriend worked at this place where I, I got a free apartment, yeah. free room in this place. I got paid a hundred bucks a week, and I got all my food for free. I just had to be there from eleven to eight, five days a week to get jerked off on by retarded people. No, not to get jerked off by retarded people. Yeah. <laughs> but I live with six elderly, mentally challenged. What what is it now? Retarded. Retarded. Uh, so we mentally- went back. <laughs> we went back to retarded, and, I, and, and not in a disrespectful way. We did go back to retarded. I think I think retarded is okay. Is, so we went back. Yeah, we're making to, a push. Yeah, we went to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We're, I lived with them. They were elderly, though, yeah. fifty and up. Okay. Uh, and my first night there, <laughs> I your first night. My first night there, I heard uh, Barry, who was my favorite, by the way. Yeah. Looks like me now. Yeah, yeah. Back then, but this was sexy Bob. Yeah. This was. Oh God, we got to get the old pictures. Sexy stunning. Bob. Mm. I don't even know if there's stunning. A, this is, I don't even know if there's a picture of me at this stage. Them, no, there is. I have I, one. I, I already in, know it. It's in my I head. I was in a comedy calendar in Boston. You're at, you have an old picture up at the cellar. Dude, with better the hair. Than that, better than that. I don't think it gets better dude, than that. Dude, it's way better than that. How many? There's a comedy there? calendar out of Boston that, yeah, dude, that's that's Puerto Rican Bob. Yep. Oh, yeah. shit. Look at, five, oh, look, look at the eyebrow. Look at the eyebrow. Look at that, Bob. That's the worst photo ever taken of me. Look at that Wait, top that's one. That's you? The, yeah, those, no, that's not me. Oh. That that one right there. Yeah. That's at Comic-Con, Hall H. Wow. And the guy took the photo underneath my neck. Ugh, I look like a manatee. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you should pat me and throw me a fish. You look like the bad guy in Daredevil, really. Yeah. Oh, you Kingpin. have a Kingpin? Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, Kingpin. fucking Kingpin. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, no, it's not up there. Look at that sexy with the scarf. Look Can you go that. back to these mentally challenged adults? So Barry- Barry, who looks like you now, was in the was in the room. Yeah, and I heard mom, 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 yeah. mom, and I'm panicking. I'm supposed to be watching these guys, so I run in. Yeah, in my uh, canary yellow, uh, you know, underwear. bikini underwear. I had yeah, bikini yeah. underwear. That's how hot I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I run in, yeah. and he's jerking off to me. And he's like, Bob, Bob, Bob. And I'm oh, like, he's what are you? Bob, not oh, Mom. Bob. Saying. He's saying my name. Bob. He's calling me. Bob. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Bob. Come, come get it. So I'm like, well, I didn't know it was come get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I walked in. He's like, get out of here. Leave me alone. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he was imagining you and jerking off. I was hot at the yeah, time. So yeah. I don't. But who screams names when they're jerking off? What, you're, not a, you're not a screamer? Yeah, come on. <laughs> you never talk when you jerked off? No. You never like fucking when you fucking yeah. like that? No, you that's an act like of that? shame. You do that in silence. You really? <laughs> that's an act of shame. Yeah. What are you doing? Aren't you Catholic? Don't you understand guilt? Yeah. Yeah, fucking funny. yeah. But I mean, I also understand perversion and priest molestation. <laughs> and <fun. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you get diddled by a priest? Nah, I was No, he got diddled by an almost. Retard. Almost. Almost. I can say this because he's dead now. When yeah. I did, uh, you know, I've been sober for 37 years. God bless. Uh, I got sober when I was 15. Uh, yeah. You know, juvie hall, all that shit. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I had it when you get sober, you have to do like steps and stuff like that. And when I was doing my fourth, 
was my fifth step. I forget which one it is. I um, have to, you know, to uh, God, another human being, and yourself, you have to admit all the exact natures of your wrongs. Mm. So you have to go and sit with somebody, whether it be a sponsor. I, I knew this priest who was in the program. And I sat down with him and uh, in the rectory, in his room, and I told him all my shit. Mm. Halfway up, I looked up, he was literally sleeping. I'm literally t- talking about the most <laughs> devastating shit of my life. All my secrets, and he's... <laughs> Would you say this is your first bomb? <laughs> <laughs> my first fucking bomb in front of a priest. Then when we get up to leave, yeah. he gives me a hug, and I give him a hug, and then he... Oh, I can still feel it. He soft kissed the side of my Whoa. neck. <laughs> and not once, twice. Once I could be like, ah. I second time I was like, I pulled away. First yeah, yeah, time yeah. I froze. Yeah, like, yeah. People are like, why don't you do something? When somebody is about to molest you, yeah, you're yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? You literally yeah, yeah. freeze. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> what about fight or flight? I it thought took, that's, what, that's, that's what it is. There was no fight or flight. What you about, get frozen. You're, what about at 15 and you just did hard time? <laughs> Dude, you didn't no, he, listen. He just about to do some more hard this time, is, I think. <laughs> this is. I mean, I stayed. I jerked him off. <laughs> you want to go to the yeah. He just listened to me for two hours. The least you could do. Yeah, I wouldn't, fucking, I wouldn't blow him, but I fucking, I let him jerk off in my palm and then is I that, fucking, is that disrespectful? I threw it on his Jesus pillow. <laughs> is that the most disrespectful part that he slept and then tried to fuck you? Dude, like that's the, <laughs> that's the craziest <laughs> part. I pulled away. That was boring. Let's make this a little more. Yeah, I know, right? yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, he's probably not even. A, he's probably not even into it. I just bored him so much. He was like, I'm just gonna suck this kid's dick. <laughs> he, he needs joy it. in his life. He, needs he was it. doing it for you. Yeah. Well, wow. I, I pulled away. Yeah. And then it was awkward. Like, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like if there was tongue. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I. But he went. Oh, wet lips? So, wet lips. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were little Irish priest lips. They really yeah, weren't. They're not crazy. like your lips or my yeah, lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got good lips. We got great lips with this. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you think you have good lips lets me know Andrew's lips are terrible. No, we have, we have great lips. He's got a great bottom. Are you crazy, dude? Look, Look at, at my that lips. No, he's this guy great, got no lips. He said a great bottom. A great He has a great bottom. You're a fantastic bottom. Look at those fucking pants that don't go all the way to the bottom. Okay, okay, okay. I, uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't. He looks like Billy Squire, didn't he? He (laughs) Shout out Billy Squire, who gets no respect. (laughs) These guys have been calling him gay for the first 30 minutes we were recording while I'm defending the guy. One of the greatest rock and roll musicians ever. That is the most outrageous horseshit I've ever heard. What are you talking? I I had to teach you who the fuck Billy Squire was. Oh my God. Are you gonna lie? (laughs) Are you gonna lie? Are you gonna lie in the beginning of the podcast? Oh my God. I literally You're sit here like, listen, turn on this wheel rocky oh, shit. Yeah. And it's then, true. He told you the whole history. And you were like, oh, is this the guy from fucking Bohemian Rhapsody? You were like trying to act like yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Wow. That's, you're acting weird. Not now acknowledged. You're acting Whoa, weird. you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking little weasel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, this is how priests get away with it. Wait till I tell you about the it cult. It is weird that you're <laughs> switching it up. It's like, oh, that's funny, that's funny, that's funny. Bobby, you're going to love the cult, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, We're oh, going to put you on a rock music. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what happened? It's an awkward moment. He takes his lips off of you, takes, right? He was 100% sure you were going to be about it, too, Dude, right? I think he was, because here's the deal. Yeah. We would hang out all the time. Yeah. Right? Oh, so he slow played you. Dude, he was grooming me. <laughs> Big time. But I didn't know that. Like, he'd take me to, like, there was this Kelly's place. He'd be like, you want to go get some fried clams? And French fries. And I'd be like, yeah, let's go. You understand? We were in meetings together. You know what I mean? So, I I mean, this guy helped me a lot. Yeah. 
he helped me a lot in early sobriety. Yeah. Sexual frustration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he really did. And then later on, I learned that some, when all that stuff went down, he had to go somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I was kind of mad that he, you know, he, you know, he gave a couple tries and then he just gave up. It's like, I'm not worth a second shot. Yeah. It's not like that was the last time I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. You went back. Well, we were friends. I, of course I went back. I, didn't, I mean, it wasn't a- You stayed friends with him after he tried to molest you? I mean, dude- Yo, yo Bobby's loyal, bro. <laughs> I'm like a fucking pit bull that gets beat. Right? You're still, still hanging around. Back. I'll still help you out. Yeah, he actually, I got into my first car accident yeah. at a Grand Torino, coming home from banging this chick at Bentley College or whatever. Mm. And I smell, I was so happy. It was such a great, I was like just in this fucking yeah, and I slammed into the Jersey barrier. I, I just, I just taken a turn on the, uh, getting on the highway and I <laughs> fucked up and I don't, I didn't know how to drive. I, I had my license for like, I don't know, four, five months or something. Yeah, and I just went this way and I just went that way. Yeah. And I just slammed. He came and picked me up in the middle of the night. No way. Yeah. He just found a nursing yeah. back he to help. No way. Yeah. I mean, I had he to suck his dick the whole that. way home. The whole way. Yeah, 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 whole yeah, way yeah, home. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He finished, and then he just went like this and passed on. No. He never He never got to, uh, after that, we kind of stopped hanging out. It freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, I think that that was right. Yeah, it was a little like, dude, what you, because you couldn't, I couldn't say. That he actually wanted to. You couldn't say that he actually wanted yeah. to. It's not like, I, this is the first time I worked at a, a juvenile lockup. One of the places I was actually in. Yeah, Tom really liked you there. Tom? Yeah. Who's Tom? Tom, the guy. Oh, shit. That ran it. This went bad. No. Who's Tom? Didn't Tom run it? Who's Tom? Tom, the guy who ran the juvie place. No! I, no, that was my rehab, you oh, fucking Oh, the rehab. Asshole. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is fine. I'm trying to help you here. I no, want to no, go no, with no, that. No. Everybody's here like, what's he doing? No, what's happening? Yeah, there's there's right. been a few moments in your life where you thought guys were going to molest you, and then they didn't, and well, then Tom that transformed was the best. you. Tom, yeah. when, I, when I went to Tom rehab, yeah. um, you know, I, I had an opportunity to go to a co-ed six months or a all-boys year. And the, I, it was the first time I asked for advice to somebody. I was Who like, what the should fuck? I do? Who, How gay dude. are you that you needed advice about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Who? dude, I was going to fucking die. And it was like, if I went to a co-ed, I would have been drinking again. Uh, I would have been trying. I needed to get, I needed to get every, I needed to be away from it all. Mm. All my addictions. Mm. Right, right, so right. when I went to this place, um, it's in a house. They called it normalization. Mm -hmm. So they would have it in a neighborhood in this big houses and the whole house would be rehabs, you know. Mm. There'd be groups and meetings and then they had the vans and they'd take you to AANA meetings and you went to the mall together. You couldn't fraternize. But my first day there, they took me into the room and there was this kid going, fuck this place. I'm fucking out of here, fucking, you know. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And all of a sudden this guy comes down the stairs, old guy, fucking gray beard, smoking little misty cigarettes. Yeah, fire. And he- uh, Fire, my favorite. Yeah. He comes down and he goes, where's this fucking, where's this that wants to get the fuck out of here? Where's this pussy? Where is he? Raise your fucking hand, you piece of shit. And all the counselors are like, what the fuck? And the kid goes, me. He goes, you want to fucking go? Get the fuck out, you little cocksucker. You little piece of shit. You fucking pussy. Get the fuck out. There's the door. Get your shit. Get the fuck out. You cock fucking sucker. You know how many kids need that spot and need that chair who are dying and you're fucking bitching about a little fucking thing? Get the fuck out. And the guy, one of the counselors, new guy, was like, Tom, I think, he goes, fuck you, you're fired. Get the fuck out. Oh, wow. Shit. And the guy goes, you want to leave? The kid starts crying. He goes, I just, he goes, listen, I'm trying to save your fucking life. 
You're gonna die if you walk out that door. If you stay here, give us a shot and we'll save you, okay? And the kid starts crying. He's like, oh. he goes, all right, come here. He gives the kid a hug, you sit down. Soft and then he goes, right? where? No, he didn't. <laughs> then he goes, he goes, where's Kelly? I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I here? So he goes, up in my office. I'm like, I gotta fucking suck this guy's cocktail. <laughs> this is nuts. But one of the most, I got up to the office like a grandmother. One of the most gentle guys ever. Yeah. He used to be in show business. His wife was a famous opera singer. Yeah. He had money. He had a Jaguar. He had it all. Boozing. Lost it all. Yeah. And he opened up this place called The Road Back uh, to save kids, mm. save young men from fucking going down the path he went. And um, I mean, believe me though, because I'm, I really did, he would like, Every once in a while, he'd go, all right, let's go. And he'd bring a couple kids back to his house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, ah, shit, here it goes. Yeah. So gotta, wait, you were literally thinking, now's the time where he's going to molest me. Well, he would be like, he'd be like, all right, uh, you know, they go to his house, these kids. Yeah. yeah. And I'm new, but all of a sudden, one night, he brings you to, he's like, all right, Kelly, come on, you, you want to come? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to fucking, yeah. I'm gonna, this is, I love this guy. This guy is saving my life. Now yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go say fuck you. I'm gonna have to fight him, beat yeah. him up, run. I'm gonna be on the. I'm gonna be homeless again. I'm gonna be on the street again. Get to his house. He's making fucking Stouffer's pizza, <laughs> and then he has us put these. Um, he has us put the uh, like uh, stereo cabinet IKEA units together because he's too old. He can't do it. So he goes, yeah, you put this together for me, and he makes us this pizza and all this stuff. And then he's showing us uh, his wife as an opera singer, and he's telling us about how his life. Then he comes out with all his old clothes because we don't have clothes. We have what we, and he's he has cashmere everything, Brooks Brothers everything, and he's going ahead, grab whatever you want, and you're grabbing these fucking Brooks Brothers cashmere sweaters, yeah, and these these clothes, and and he's like, all right, take it home. And then the van comes and picks you up. He goes, all right, guys, have a great night. Yeah. And then you go back and you're like. This, that was the most amazing night I've had. I've been on the streets. I've been in jail. I haven't seen my family. I got nobody. And this guy didn't f try to do any weird shit. Yeah. And then opened his heart up to me and opened up his life. Yeah. And it made you a stronger for a a, a, a few days. Kind of believed week. in people, believed in humanity. It made you believe in yourself. Yeah. It made you believe in other people. Yeah. And it gave you the strength to go a little forward with that. Can I, where did you get the confidence to think that all these guys wanted to fuck you? <laughs> where, dude, where I'm did, sorry, dude. I know right now you, you're fuck. I know you're the guy now. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Because so you're, you're, wearing, you're wearing extra thick corduroy shit. I get it. Like, you're not asking anybody anything anymore. You're not going, does this look good? I get it. Like, should there be a space between my socks and my pants? I get it, brother. I understand. You know what I mean? You're not asking anybody anything anymore. But believe it or not. I just get dressed and I go, this looks good, you, you, right? Yeah, you put on weird shit now. It like, just doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, you're fucking nuts right now. You're going crazy. <laughs> but when I, but back corduroy's then. Corduroy's okay, but extra thick. How thick does a corduroy need to be? Dude, I remember one time Colin Creek came out of his house with brown corduroy Converse. Yeah. I go, you got to take those off. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, why? I go, take them off. He took them off. I threw them on the wire. <laughs> 
<laughs> you had to go get new shoes. I'm like, you know, when I'm not, I won't allow it. Oh, fuck. I, I love you. You're one of my idols. Yeah. Get those off. Yeah, yeah. We came back, they were gone. Somebody fucking climbed up and took it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, back then I was fucking smoking, man. I was yeah. smoking. You know, you guys, I, all right. So when I'm coming up in stand up, yeah. I'm coming up at what was probably the end of what we know the back table as. Yep. Yeah. And it the back table like informed everything. Informed like my idea of comedy, my my idea of camaraderie. Uh, Doesn't matter. And um it does. It's on my brand new fucking new balance. <laughs> I'm worried about my fucking floor. Well dude, it's a floor. Are those new balance? <laughs> dude, listen. Bring them, bring bring them up. Oh dude, man. Listen to me. These bring are, them up. These no, no, no. Because you're dressed 80 X. 12s. Jesus. No, I no. wish those had laces so I could throw them no, on a wire. No, no, no. Dude, this this is, is, that's the most comfortable. First of all, listen, and, that's the most hey, comfortable you're shoe. You're not fat anymore. You know what to do with it. Stop, stop wearing it. the fat sneakers. That's a comfy shoe, bro. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a comfy yeah. shoe, bro. No, because it's a comfy shoe. Bro. I have a wide foot. They don't make the fucking nice sneakers <laughs> in wide. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm saying it's they, like want, the same they don't shoe. want guys like me wearing nice fucking cool shoes. They don't make it in the wild. I got to plant the fasciitis. <laughs> okay? you guys, I'm 51. I know I look like I could be maybe 10 years old. I'm 51, you cocksuckers. Yeah, I look like I could be 10 years old. He still thinks he's getting molested. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let it go. Still got the. You taking him back? Uh. <laughs> This is the best part. Look at this shit. Right, okay. Right? What? You right. crossing your legs for the first time in three years? <laughs> <laughs> three years? It's longer? Dude, I got to, Listen, I... I would, <laughs> People don't know how much weight you've lost. You've lost a significant amount of weight. pounds. Dude, I lost... I was... It was at one point I was 350. Yeah. Did you film before you lost the weight? Yeah. You asshole. Dude, what are you talking about? I didn't know I was going to have a fucking uh, a life moment. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I yeah. supposed to do? Wait yeah. and see if I got my shit together? Yeah. Happened during yeah. the pandemic? What? The weight loss? Mm, no. Because um, you said pandemic saved your life. Well, the, no, that it really did. Honest yeah. to God, dude, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a recovering addict. I mean, I'm addicted to food, sex, drugs, Technology. whatever. Whatever the fuck it is, I will Cigars. obsess about it yeah. and try to fill a hole and try to make shit okay, you know? Mm -hmm. But the pandemic took everything away. Yeah. Mm. It took it all away. I, I, had, I, I built this whole, I, this whole thing with Creeps with Kids, me and Ron and, and Florentine and, and Voss, and this thing was happening, and I finally had some steam going where it was like, this is with Torin. Then every theater shuts down. I mean, we were, I was on stage, got a text from my agent. They're all gone. I'm like, what? All your dates. They're canceled. I was 54 dates. Mm. It was the first year of my Fuck. comic life where my agent called me up a month before that. Went, dude, I, I can't book you. You're booked for the wow. year. Mm. Where so I can I can I can say no, I can say yes. Yeah. I can go where I want, buy what I want, get my family what they and not. I can go to bed at night yeah. and not worry, not have that thing over my head. Yeah. In one night, all gone. Wow. And now my identity's gone. I don't what the fuck am I if I can't yep. do this? It was I was you can't provide for your kids, so that's probably even well, more. Well, I had fucking funky. friends call me up, you know, who are millionaire comedians. Hey, dude, we're all on the same boat. It's like, you got a boat? <laughs> you got a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I, I'm I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm not that guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, I went from doing this to fucking gone. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, but it made me realize that I was I was spiritually bankrupt, man. You know, it, I, I I didn't, I just didn't have, I, I wasn't, I was waking up looking at this instead of fucking sitting there and thinking about what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. What, 
Like, let me take five minutes to think about what am I, what am I grateful for? Mm. My family is healthy. My wife, I have a, I built a family mm. from where I was yeah. in jail, rehab, getting kissed on the neck. Yeah. <laughs> My kid's never gonna get kissed on the neck by a, a, a man. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm sitting, and all of a sudden a smile. He's not that cute or what? What's going he's on? He's adorable. Oh, he gets it. He's a cute kid. Yeah, he's a cute kid. But it's. I'd have to worry about him. <laughs> if this was the 70s and 80s, I'd have to take him everywhere. I'd be like, yeah, nah, you're not going. <laughs> Yeah. You mean 70s, 80s? You don't think kids get fucked anymore? <laughs> <laughs> not like the way, not back in the day. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever go to a park? When I went to a park, a kid, <laughs> there's mothers everywhere. I mean, it's so hard on pedophiles now. <laughs> there's mothers, just mothers everywhere. Yeah, he's uh, go to a park, dude. Not, there's no yeah. kids just. A, when I was. That's when, true. His mom used to take dude, him to the park I and leave him. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. When I was a kid, when I was younger than my son, who's nine, I used to go to the park by myself, mm. which mm. was, you know, 15 minutes down the road, and it would be me and other kids by ourselves mm. at a huge park where, I mean, you, you're a pedophile. You're walking up and you're like, yeah. nobody's a fucking around. <laughs> yeah. You go to a park now. I mean, we, we learned our lesson about letting our kids, you know. I mean, it sucks. I, I still let my kid do stuff. I trust him because our generation, my generation grew up with depression. Yeah. Because we were fucking hit, beat, fucking molested. You're an idiot, asshole. So we grew up, with, but we grew up tough. Mm. Mm. This generation grew up with anxiety because they were like, don't do that. No, no, no. They didn't do anything. They didn't climb a roof or a fence. They didn't go somewhere. Well, whose by fault themselves. is that? That's your guys' fault. It's yeah. not my fault. My kid. Your generation's fault was trying to protect the yeah, kids from what you got, experienced. Yeah, because we were getting fucked in vans. We were scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kids were just getting snatched. Yeah. That's kind of then, the point you know? of Russell Peters' new hour is like, we complain about kids and they are annoying, but it's our fault. Mm. We made 100%. them like this. Yeah. We made them like that. But now, like my my generation is starting to correct that, mm. you know. Like my kid, you know, I, I was on the roof the other day, and yeah. he's like, "Dad, can I come up?" Yeah. Most parents, no. How'd you if get I, up there? I'm skinny now. It was the other day. It wasn't <laughs> okay, like okay. I'm just I got a cherry say. picker. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a sleigh. I thought that's how you get up. <laughs> I love this guy. He's very, dude. He's fucking just waiting. Hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the guy in the building, fucking two hundred yards away. Yeah, I'm on the grassy knoll, man. Yeah, the grassy knoll. He's been there for three days. Yeah, just, just fucking sitting there like this. <laughs> Woo! A slave. You didn't even see Santa, which no. makes it better. We had a bigger house. You made these cocksuckers do the work. I'm glad you got there, bro. Good for you, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can you take us back to this time in comedy history? <laughs> I mean this seriously. Yeah, seriously. Sure. Can you take us back to this time in comedy history? Yeah. And what was the back table of the cellar? What was that? Because there's probably a lot of people who, who know of it but don't really understand the influence of it. Well, you're going to understand this, that back when that happened, there wasn't as many comics. Is it just because you took up so much room at the table? Jesus <laughs> Christ. It is the thing. I was gorgeous back then. Yeah. Okay. You understand? Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. doesn't, that joke, if you look at the cellar, it was gorgeous. But I've been <laughs> fat three times at the cellar. Yeah. Okay. yeah so yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had six fats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three of them were at the cellar. <laughs> but I've also had two, I had, I've had two gorgeous at the cellar. <laughs> okay. But, uh. Because huh. I'm trying to understand what's going on this time. Like, what, what year is this? This is 90s? Late 90s, probably? Late 90s, early aughts. Is this 
after comedy boom that you hear about in the 80s? Because the stories no. I hear from you guys are, it sounds like the dirt. Have you read the mm. book, The Dirt? Mm. Molly Crew. Molly, Molly Crew, the yeah. documentary. Like It was like that. It was like that because comedy was dead. The cellar was dead, dude. Mm. You understand the cellar was, dude, nobody went to the cellar. It was uh, the strip was the, was the was club. The, the strip was the club. Yeah. Gotham was the club. Um, oh, they had live at Gotham, I remember. Yeah, the dude. Show. Um, that was before that. It was, uh, the a, other Gotham was- Strip was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Gotham was like yeah. the champagne club of the, you know, you know. Um, yeah. but the cellar and the Boston Comedy Club, it all started at the Boston Comedy Boston. Club. Yeah. That's what me, Burr, Patrice. Chappelle. Um, uh, all, yeah, all of us, Jay Moore. I mean, dude, my first month there, I finally got a spot and I got bumped. The guy, he came out, dude, Chappelle's going up. Then he came up, I got him, Jay Moore's going up. Sorry, Jim Brewer's going up. Sorry, Red Johnny and the Rounds guy going up. I mean, dude, I got bumped by all of them. And then they put me up last in front of five people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you went to the cellar and there was nobody there. So when we started going to the cellar, I mean, dude, I had the 145 spot every night. It was Fuck. me or Godfrey. And you'd be in front of four or five, six people. And you would give a show like the room was packed. Mm -hmm. You know and what I mean? To put things in perspective, now the cellar has, what, five different rooms and that are sold out every single night, yeah. multiple shows a night. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous what they Unbelievable. Do. Yeah, and Noam was a big part of it. His yeah, father was great, yeah. but Noam took it. Noam, Essie. Noam's brilliant. Noam, Essie, Liz, Took it to another brilliant. fucking yeah. level. But back then, dude, it was the love of the game. Yeah. And then you'd go upstairs. So you'd get there at yeah. nine. The show was from nine until two. And it's one show that's just running. One show running, crowd comes in and out. Yeah. And you'd go there and you'd hang out all night because you got paid in food. <laughs> you got food. And so that's, that's how you what ate. creates the back table. Yeah, yeah. So we would yeah. sit at that table waiting. Yeah. And there's nowhere else to go. There's no other show. There's no other club open. Uh, you went to the cellar and that was your spot. Or you went to the Boston and you came back and we would just sit there and, until the sun came up a lot of times. Like the, we'd hear birds chirping again. And Fuck. we would sit there and you would just, it would go from argument to philosophizing to just, buy, and we would pick somebody. You know what I mean? And you came in with a certain fucking jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or a hat. Yeah. I remember Patrice came in with a hat. Like he looked like he sold his own barbecue sauce. <laughs> one night. And we smashed him for fucking 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just everybody yeah, yeah. just going, just, trying to come up with jokes about his stupid hat yeah, and outfit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Billy Burr one night, one of the greatest smashings ever was when he was doing comedy on a bus to get World Series tickets. <laughs> wait, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> Dude, he was doing, he was gonna do like comedy. Like a tour bus? No, on a bus to Yankee Stadium. So he would jump on the bus and they'd do stand-up. And he came in and we found out about it. And I, I'm pretty sure I didn't do it. I'm, like we smacked, we were like- He was gonna do it and then you dude, guys bullied him I, at it. Dude, it was so fucking brutal. Like we would just, every joke you could make about doing comedy on a bus, we were doing the fucking line. You know what I mean? Next, next step to the yellow line, you'd have to fucking <laughs> open the door and fucking chicane. And then some people in the middle of his joke that stunk would just pull the bus. I mean, every joke you could do, we did. Dude, I got smashed. I got smashed so, I mean, it was just what we did. Yeah, yeah. What was your but worst smashing? The, my worst smashing, yeah, 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 oh yeah. God. The Vespa? We, no, the Vespa was, uh, that. Was, they smashed me out of my Vespa. <laughs> I showed up with a white Vespa one night. I sold it a week later. 
I don't know what I was thinking. I showed up with a hel- I had a white helmet. I showed up and, and Keith Keith Robinson was outside. You had a helmet to match. I had a helmet. Yeah, you have to wear a helmet. I showed up with a white. I called it the white unicorn. Okay, dude, sold to a Russian lady a week later. Done. But uh, the worst the worst pun I ever got was Keith and Patrice. We went to Amsterdam yeah. for the first time. Oh yeah, the Raymond is lot shows. The, yes. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, back in like the '90s, Amsterdam was like obsessed with New York comics, right? They love comedy. And there was a late night show there. Yep. And this guy Raymond, I think. No, is- this was before. This was Franz. Oh, okay. This was before. But him. they loved like New York comics. Yeah, because yeah, because they're the best. There was no Netflix. There was and no comedy. Before the internet, comedy. There was no comedy. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere, like you, some of the it, earliest stuff I saw from you were yeah. sets. On that show. Oh, fucking yeah. That was, this was before that. Okay. okay right? So okay. <laughs> we're going to Amsterdam. I'm fucking flipping out. I'm going with Patrice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time we traveled you know, abroad. And yeah. so the night before, I remember I went on 8th Ave. 8th Ave was all full of these um, clothing stores, like Bang Bang or Zip Zips or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just random shit. And it was all, at that time, the polyester shirt, the bowling shirt was in. Okay. But also polyester pants, <laughs> believe it or not. So I went in, I bought this outfit for like the Saturday night show, black on black. And I bought nice shoes, like slip on fucking stupid shoes. But I didn't know, we got there, we check into the hotel and it's a boutique hotel and it's literally a prison cell. There's metal bunk beds. The bathroom has no shower, just a drain in the floor. Uh And the window, we had a square window that you opened up into a alley with prostitutes. So if we open up the window, dudes would look in the window, like try see to see, yeah, yeah. see if they get their dick sucked, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Patrice and Keith, the hotel snobs, they're like fucking dip, complaining, bitching. I'm just happy to be there, Bob, you know? So they call up the guy, this bullshit. The guy's like, oh, if you want to leave, it's a half hour outside the city. I'm like, I'm staying. Oh, this is fine for me. I love this fucking grungy shit. And they were like, you bitch, you're fucking, you just add, you want to come back to Amsterdam. You're just fucking, you know, being a bitch, trying to ask us this fucking guy so he likes you more than us. Yeah. Absolutely true. <laughs> 100% fucking true. So I'm in this place by myself and uh, they're going to come pick me up the next night. First of all, they go to the hotel. It was 10 minutes down the road in the country, duplex. They had a baby grand piano. They had fucking swans in the backyard. Love it was it. an amazing hotel. Yeah. They, I put this outfit on. I didn't realize that the pants... It was a black polyester shirt with black polyester pants. I didn't know the pants were bell bottoms. Oh shit! So I, I, I'm like, I don't. There's nobody there to go, dude. You cool? So I'm just like, this is all I got. Like, so I, I step outside and I'm waiting for them to pull up in the van. And before, as the van's pulling up, I hear <laughs> through the glass, motherfucker, The guy Franz, Patrice Keith. There was Keith, Patrice. (laughs) Keith, Keith is buckled over. You can't see Keith. He's over. (laughs) Patrice is just flopping in the wind. They can't even say anything for five minutes. They go, (laughs) and I'm like, I'm like, are they laughing at me? Patrice rolls down the window. Bobby's wearing a fucking evening gown. (laughs) (laughs) Meryl Streep wore that to the Oscars. You fucking. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> dude. I got no. I got no other. I gotta go. 
I'm in the van with them. They're smashing me. <laughs> on the oh. way to the filming. Dude, on the, not the filming. We had a, a theater show packed. Right, right, on right. the way to the show, I'm <laughs> taking, my head's against the window. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> I'm not, it, was, it actually was hurting my feelings. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't even laugh at it. Because I was. I Evening was, gown. <laughs> the fucking guy who was driving us, who hated us, he had to pull the van over. <laughs> he had to pull the van over. <laughs> he was just laughing. English second language. It was such a bad, it was a bad fucking pounding, dude. It yeah. fucking hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like I had to like figure shit out after that. <laughs> like I had to fit, and I had to go on stage. So I'm on stage, I'm trying to keep my legs apart so it doesn't look like a dress. <laughs> that, was the worst, that was the worst pounding that I've ever gotten. Bombed? No, I, did, I, I murdered. murdered. Yeah. Fucking murdered. They yeah. had a show called The Bounce. Uh -huh. It was a black show after our show. Yeah. And I wasn't on it. But the the black girl comic uh didn't uh she 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 didn't have a pa she didn't get her passport in time. You know, it, it was late. Yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> Will he be late sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> the cigar move. <laughs> I need a passport. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. um, it was late, and they were Patrice and Keith were like put, put fucking Kelly up because at the time I'm going on at the Boston. I'm doing Sunday night, yeah, which is ruthless. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They put me on at Sunday night after every you know talent, everybody. Yeah. And they, I remember one night they turned the lights on. People started getting out. No, we got one more white boy. And I had to go up, you know what I mean? So yeah. I had to learn. They were like, put them on. And uh, finally, they're like, all right, you sure? And I went up in my evening gown. And, and I fucking, demolished. I was so like, fuck you, you yeah. mother. I just went, went fucking, and I bang, bang, fucking boom, bah. But I went, thank you, good night. They were going, Bob, hey, Bob. Uh, and Keith had to follow me. Yeah. So Patrice, after, was like, he literally, he, as I'm walking off stage, he just pushed Keith out of the way. Mr. Kelly, this way. Just pushed <laughs> Mr. Kelly, this way. Great show. He goes, go back out. I had to go back out. I got a, I got an encore. No. Because they were going, Bob, hey, Bob. Dude. Was it that retarded guy just jerking off? <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob, mama. <laughs> I miss those guys. Yeah. Dude, they were the, my, they were probably... Dude, I became friends with those guys. Yeah. Because you think that they're the most gentle, yeah. funny dude. Yeah. They made me fucking laugh. Yeah. I used to sit with Barry on the, like in his room and watch TV. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about- You're talking about- I'm talking about Patrice. You're talking about Patrice and Keith. Yeah. Like, no, we're real. Yeah. They're fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sucks that they're my friends. I'm glad one's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> I want new. I want to be friends with you guys. You're yeah. right. This fucking. But I think I think so much of that is uh, I don't know. I was coming up and I and I was like in the middle of these two worlds, right? And I I would come hang out at the table and you guys are there. It's you, Foss, Norton, Keith, and then you guys are just fucking obliterating each other. And I'm watching this and I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is how I grew up, kind of hanging out with my yeah. friends. And there's another generation that's that's. I guess after me, there was a little bit like softer and kind of kinder. Yeah. And I was in this weird place where I was like, I can't tease these guys too much because then they think I don't like them. And then I'd come hang out with you guys and I'd be like, I don't think there's anything I could say to offend these people. <laughs> no, because like, you you were one of us and I would fuck with you. We all fucked with you too. It was the best. We'd all fuck with you because you were you were like us. You yeah. know what I mean? If yeah. we Listen, if we didn't, we didn't like you. That's how I know you like, exactly. Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah, like yeah, you, we yeah, didn't yeah. talk to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't, we didn't fuck with Real people man. that we were like, hey man, but if we, if you were in, 
you were getting a smash in two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because the thing that the fans don't understand, some of them, but it's they never saw the love. Yeah. It was yeah. fucking real deep. Like, I yeah. love you, man. I'll, yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. really cared about You're spending each other. fucking like eight hours a day with these eight people. Eight hours a day, yeah. every fucking day. None of us were headliners. Yeah. None of us were. That's right, that's we right. were in the city seven nights a week. Yeah, yeah, We were yeah. hustling yeah. and hanging out until the birds chirped. Yeah. So we, there was a fucking, a, 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 a family. Yeah. We were a family. <clears throat> and uh, so if we if we brought you in there- yeah. You know, you you look, man. Come on in, but this is yeah. what we do. Yeah, yeah. we're trying. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. trying to help you check your ego a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah. the first time you met him? Don't have a touch me. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> what were you saying? Do I have to talk to him too? Right? Is it just? Is it you? Th- no, <laughs> Welcome to the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We can take a break for a second because honestly, some of you stink. Okay. Matter of fact, some of you don't even stink. You just don't smell good. Smelling good is a choice. You need a new fragrance, my friends. That's what you need in your life to step things up. And Scentbird has got your back, okay? Scentbird is a fragrance subscription service that is reimagining everything about how people discover, shop for, purchase, and even experience fragrances. This is why. Scentbird lets you choose a new designer fragrance every single month for just 17 bucks, which is a bargain if you know how expensive these colognes and perfumes are. Every month you get to pick what you want to receive, so there are no surprises. Try a bunch, okay? They have perfumes and colognes and a lot of unisex options as well. And with each fragrance, you're gonna get a 30-day supply so you can try out fragrances before you commit to a full-size bottle that can cost over 150 bucks. Some are even 300 to 500, okay? Scentbird carries brands like Prada, Gucci, Versace, as well as indie labels like Skylar, Heretic, and Confessions of Rebel. Now, we were sent the Dolce & Gabbana uh, one for men, okay? Absolutely fucking phenomenal. This is, look at that. Bow, hold on one second. Oh, it's locked. Let me get in it. Oh, oh, bow. Take that, Mark. me in the Mm, face. mm, 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 mm. Wife can't keep her hands off of me, okay? So listen, use the promo code FLAGRANT for, hear this right now, 55% off at scentbird.com. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com. Okay, it's just a little over $8 for your first month. Think about that. Remember, we got this in the USA and Canada. I'm sorry, Europe and all these other places. We got to step it up for y'all as well. But don't forget to use the promo code FLAGRANT for 55% off at Scentbird. You need a new wallet. You need a new wallet. I'm looking at you right now. You need a new wallet, and why would you not go with the best? And let me tell you why it's the best. You're never going to lose your wallet. How nice would that be? If you never had to worry about losing your motherfucking wallet. How nice would it be if you never had to worry about somebody walking up to you and booping and stealing all your information? Yeah, that's right, okay? Yeah, you could tap your car at a Starbucks when you want to pay for some shit, but you also know that people on the street can tap your wallet and then steal all your information. Yes, RFID protected. Exter has got your back. Exter, trackable worldwide. The one wallet you will not use. Voice activated even. Lose your wallet, just call it. Works for Google Home, Alexa, and Siri, okay? I'm telling you, this is an absolute no-brainer. Not to mention, sleek as hell. Look at all them cards popping up. Bow, done. Looks, feels, amazing. 
and there's a discount, which is crazy. You're going to save so much money because you're not going to lose your fucking wallet and nobody's going to steal your information. So you're already saving money. And on top of that, they're going to give you 20% off site-wide with the code flagrant when you check out the wallets at exter.com, E-K-S-T-E-R.com. Get that 20% off site-wide with the code flagrant. Get a new wallet. Now let's get back to the show. Is this story <laughs> true? Is the story true about the comic from Ohio that came to give Esty, who's a booger at the seller, his DVD? And you guys were all at the back table, and then Patrice did you, took the, he was like, oh yeah, I'll give it to me, I'll give it to him, and then he took it out in front of him, and then just snapped it in half yes. on the table? Yes, That's yes. Oh well, it's God. true, I mean, Voss came out with his first CD, and that was big back then. Okay. If you had a CD, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we're all, we're all front, <laughs> and he's like, I got my first CD, and we're like that, and Norton was like, dude, I wanna buy it. I wanna be your first sale. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. And he goes, how much? He goes, it's 20 bucks. He goes, dude, here. I want this. I want to. I want this. And Voss like, yeah, sure. And Norton took it, and as soon as he got it, he just put it on the ground. And we all stepped. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! Nobody wants this shit. <laughs> but the thing is, Voss was laughing as much as oh, anybody. Oh yeah, dude, the best. Yeah, I mean, Voss is ruthless. He's absolutely ruthless, but he can take a fucking joke. Yeah, I've never seen him get like offended, like pissed off, or anything like that. He could take a joke. Well, you want to see him get, say, uh, Andrew Schultz does better crowd work than him. You'll see him get fucking offended. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey, boss. <laughs> You're really great at crowd work, man. <laughs> and I stole sitting down from you. <laughs> That's fucking great. You stole, you stole his essence? I stole his essence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Dane. Was, was it Dane? Dane? Said it to Kyle Cease. No, send it to no, Steve, Steve, right? Burns. Steve. He said Burns. Steve yeah. Burns. Burn? Shout out oh. to Steve, yeah. yeah I don't know. I, maybe I romanticized. He said the joke wasn't the same, but the essence was the well, same. Here's the thing. Yeah. And people, if you look at comedy. Dane influenced the fuck out of people. That's no, the you thing. Can't, like, everybody's, listen, you become who you, you are. You see, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, I stole Rogan's essence. Mm. I remember being in Boston at the time, evening at the improv comedy uh, uh, Caroline's Comedy Half Hour, all seven minutes of clean comedy. That's what everybody told you to do. Mm. Seven minutes of clean. You got to be clean or you won't get on TV. And then all of a sudden I see Rogan on TV and he's on MTV Comedy Half Hour talking about, you know, pushing a girl's head down to get a blowjob. How much pressure do you <laughs> apply? And I'm like, that's it. That's me. I'm a... Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a clean guy. My, I say fuck. I'm from Boston. I, yeah. I, 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 my life's been fucked up. I gotta. That's my what I talk about. I can't talk about shit that. And I was like, that's it. So you kind of go up. You kind of take, and then you evolve into who, who you, you are. are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, taking somebody's essence. I mean, Steve Byrne is Steve now. Yeah. Steve silhouette. That's the thing that. One thing that all of us had back then. Yeah. Is we were all the same, but we silhouetted. You, we were all, we, you knew who, what Patrice was. Patrice yeah. did something different than Norton yeah. and Voss and Billy and me and Dane. We all had similar, but we were all different. We all had our thing that we did. Yeah, I never saw you guys as, as very blended. Like I know, like I, I remember coming up and seeing like the influence of Dane on so many different people, yeah. seeing the influence of yeah. a tell on so many different people. Fuck like, yeah. I mean, there was a moment where it was the like inescapable. Yeah, Big J, but now look at Big J. And now Big J's completely himself. And then there's Big J's influence on Fucking people. Fucking Big J right now is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I did a couple of shows with Big J. He's brilliant. So Dude, Big J is fucking, you want to talk about brilliant crowd work. Big J is fucking work. unbelievable. Now Voss is going to fucking cut his hey, wrist. Hey, hey, Voss, hey, Voss, hey, Voss, hey, Voss, hey, Voss. Big J stole talking into a microphone on stage. <laughs> but, but besides that, you, you're the He's king. still sitting down. Too. Yeah, yeah, sitting down. Sitting, standing and sitting, we all got no, from but, you, Voss. I mean, Voss is one of those guys, man, who, you know, he, 
he's he's a club comic. Yeah. He is a fucking club comic. And yeah. he there's only certain people that can go up and kill for an hour. Yeah. There's not a lot of motherfuckers that can yeah, go yeah, up yeah, yeah. and fucking step on their necks. For an hour. For an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the special. Yeah. When Louis came to me. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to him about, he's like, he, I did a, I, um, I did a show with him. I toured with him a little bit. Yeah, he, goes, yeah. he came up after one of my sets and he's like, why don't you have an hour? Yeah. I go, dude, I have more than an hour. Yeah. Just nobody will give me, nobody wants me to do it. And I don't have the money to, it wasn't where the, you know, I, I didn't know how to, this, all the shit that you guys are doing now. Yeah. Right. So it was it like. It was harder to self-produce before. Well, you know, it's just, a, it's, it's a curve that I didn't understand. You know, I came up in the generation, you became as funny as the fuck. You became so funny that you couldn't host. You became so funny that you couldn't middle. Headliners, yeah. I remember headliners saying, I'm not following. I'm not following. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah. you became a headliner when it doesn't matter what the fuck was on before you. Yeah. You're the motherfucker. You're yeah. changing the weather yeah, when yeah. you get up there. Yeah. yeah right? And then, then somebody goes, you get, you get a special. Yeah. You get, you get your shit Do after that. Do you feel that. like there was more justice back then with it? No, I don't. It was just. Did it feel like the funny guys got their due though? I'm trying to think of like of your generation, like who didn't get a shot. Well, there's a lot of guys from Boston that didn't. But maybe they were in the big cities. Cause that's another thing. Right. If you're in a smaller city, yeah. especially back then, it's like nobody even knows that well, you exist. I think that, you know, yeah, look, it's kind I of got, a choice. If you stay in that city, it, you're kind of making a choice. Now that's you how could do I it. understood it. Right. Much younger, but that's how I understood it. Is like you stay in Boston, I, there's funny ass guys stayed in Dallas. You made that choice. Now with the internet, it's different. People can see you. We were the first group. We were one of the first groups to leave Boston. Mm. We all left. Like I was the last one to leave. Like Billy, Dane left, then Billy, then Gullman, then Patrice, and and then I Keith came up from Philly. Keith came from Philly, took Big J, DeRosa, Little Kev. Yeah. They called Kevin Hart Little Kev. Little Kev, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would bully that, man. But that's why he got so good. Dude, he was funny though, man. That motherfucker- I remember one night, Keith and him were driving me back to Jersey City when I was staying there, mm-hmm. uh, when I was trying to move back from L.A. Yeah. And because uh, I, I was in L.A. for two years. I, yeah. I, you know, because I act. Yeah. So I went out there and You're I got- actually a, like a really good actor. Yeah, you are too, man. Hey. Well, thank you, but- That is acting right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I did a, I did a we pilot did a, we with did this thing, kid, We did things yeah. together. I did but, a pilot with this kid. Yeah. I, I mean, it bugged me. But how, you're like a dramatic good actor too. Right, That's yeah. the thing that's like- we expect comics to be funny a lot of times, right. but you you like to throw down a little uh, a little tension. I love acting. I, yeah. when I, the reason why I didn't, I, I was two years after everybody got here, I actually quit comedy. I didn't know that. Back in Boston, I quit. I actually got a, um, I hooked up with an acting teacher, Peter Kelly, and I started taking, he was an acting coach that worked at College and Pickman, the casting agency, and he taught, he handpicked students to come to his, he had a, a theater in his house kind of in the ghetto too in Boston. Yeah. And it was an old firehouse. And he had this theater and he would handpick like the best actors he thought in Boston to work with him privately and then produce stuff. And I went and worked with him. I got on this class and uh, did I- Did he also try to fuck you? No, no. Nah, I wish he did. He was a fucking good looking guy. <laughs> but uh, uh, he would, oh, dude, he, he was like the coolest motherfucker. Dude. Yeah. But- um, Looks and personality. He, uh, yeah, he was fucking, he was just the best acting teacher ever. I remember it was, in, you know, he would- one, the first day, this girl was, uh, he goes, stop acting. And they were like, this girl was like, what? He's like, you're acting, stop. Uh, Listen. And I was like, that's what I can do. Mm. I, I don't, I'm not gonna go, you know, to Shakespeare, not, but I can listen and I can, you know, that's what I was like, this guy's for me. Yeah. But he, I, I got a movie, 
I got a uh, called The Koala Bear Kid. And from that, I got another movie. And then from that, I actually did a play called Four Dogs and a Bone by the guy. He, the guy who wrote it was the guy who wrote Moonstruck. <laughs> and um, it was off-Broadway. So, so you were like acting actor. Dude, I was, I, was, I was doing, yeah, script readings with famous people. I was, so then what I was in that you, community. What brings you back to New York? I did all the stuff. It was like a year and a half, maybe almost two years. And I went and did a guest spot one night. And you're like, nah, nothing compares. And I was like, dude, hmm. I went up and fucking, ah, something, it's something else, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's something else. Yeah. When you're up there, when you're doing a play, a comic play, you have to wait for the laughs and you have to do what this guy wrote. Yeah. You can't, you're not, you know, your instincts, you have to cut off. Yeah, yeah. You have to cut them off and you have to learn how to read these lines and deliver these jokes yeah. the way he wrote them. And that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. But when you go on stage. Freedom, man. It's it's that it's like the Hulk. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you're. How does his superhero? He has to get mad. Yeah. Right. It's like comics. How does your? You can write a joke. Yeah. You can. I, we could all write a joke for somebody. Yeah, they yeah, go yeah. perform it and get laughs. But but how about when you just get up there and you're funny or something goes yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real funny motherfuckers. That's pure. That's the authentic shit. Yeah. Your your superhero power. It's the only honest up. moment up there. That's why I, it was weird when we were coming up. They used to really shit on like crowd work. Like oh, the industry doesn't know what to do with crowd work. Right. But to me, that was always the only honest moment up there. Every bit I've done, yeah. I know this works. I'm kind of an actor who wrote my own script. Right. Crowd work. This won't happen again. This is honest. This is pure. Something goes wrong. Yeah. This is pure. This well, you is see, honest. you see, like. I guess we would talk about this sometimes at the back table, but it's almost like when things go wrong, you kind of see where somebody's like true comedic instincts come out. Well, the, the trick is though that I learned because you can get too good at crowd work and, and then, then you, you go lose. back to a joke. Yeah. What I did at the cellar when I was hosting there, I would do crowd work and murder and then go back to my joke and fucking, they want nothing And they'd be like, it. what's going on? So I had, to, I had to make my jokes. You have to make it so they don't they know. They don't know which yeah. is which. They don't know yeah. what the fuck which is which. Yeah, yeah, they think yeah. you made the whole thing up. Mm. Yeah. And when you get that compliment, when they like, did you make that all yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Or this, like, how much of that is is up. improv? That's what you hear people say. That's yeah, when yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. That's when you're doing it. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know? I like. Yeah, I like, it's almost like that becomes the magic of it. Like I want people to not even know, have no fucking clue, because then it's just as exciting for them as it is for me. Almost. Yeah. Now I'm getting lost in this bit. I don't know where this is gonna go. You don't know where it's gonna go, but as yeah. soon as you, as soon as something you hear that goes into a bit, it's like you're, it's like you're, you're fishing. Like, Dude, yeah, as soon as you hear yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, that, yeah. and then they say this, you're like, boom, there's this They don't this even bit. know it's about to happen. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, reminds yeah. me, blah, blah, and you go yeah. into that bit, and it's just bang, bang, yeah, yeah. bang, and then you boom, and what the fuck? Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. That's that's when you when you can so, mix those two. Tell me, tell me the story. You're going to Jersey. This is with with Kevin Hart. Kevin, I just had my girl. We were moving in together, yeah. and we, we were driving. Kev's and, living with who, Patrice at the time, or Keith? Yeah, something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, They're yeah. both driving a shitbox. Yeah, yeah. Just Keith's shitty car at the yeah. time. And uh, it was Kev's garbage. It was a Toyota or some shit. And uh, I'm in the back, and I, I just got the, uh, the two news, New York newspapers, right, for the next day. I, yeah. I got the papers to read. And uh, I'm, in the, <laughs> I'm in the back, and uh, I was like, yeah, I just got a joint bank account. And they were like, they just silence. <laughs> yeah, me and my girl just got a joint bank account. They were like, what the fuck did you just do? I'm like, we got a joint bank. We're going to be sharing a bank account. You fucking idiot. I'm like, what? And they fucking drove me seven blocks past where they were supposed to drop me off intentionally. And it was in the ghetto. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they took my papers and threw them out the window. <laughs> and they, they made me get out. 
And it was like midwinter. It was fucking freezing. So I'm, I have to go, like I'm, I, I don't want to litter. Yeah. So I'm kind of picking up. <laughs> I'm not a savage. I'm not just going to fucking let the papers fly around, right? So I'm picking up these papers. You see them going, ah, you fucking pussy. They were just mad that I actually made a connection with my yeah. chick, you know? But <laughs> I, I heard a story of, of you guys throwing phone books at Kev when he was on stage. Yeah, he was on stage. I heard we that throw, was Patrice. Yeah, we throw phone books at him on stage. Well, but, the thing, when, there's people in the crowd. When somebody was killing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, just, when somebody was killing, we wouldn't, it was like fucking whatever. But we heard one of us was bombing. Everybody was. Oh, yeah, there. that's the best. But in the cellar, that hallway, yeah. you just see all of them just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> and it just did something eternally where your your everything, all your confidence, all your ego yeah. just died. Yeah. And you're that little kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the crowd sees it. Yeah. And then like we did it to Voss, uh, I think it was last year. Well, uh, two, maybe two years ago. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Glazer was on Voss, stage. you're great at crowd work. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twisted. And comedy in general. You're an absolute <laughs> legend. One of my favorites. He I is. Absolutely well, love you. I love you. Yeah. But I- uh, he, Nikki Glaze is murdering. Yeah, yeah. With like the most disgusting, funny, yeah. fucking jizz. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, really kidding. And it's all right. young girls. Yeah, yeah. And she's fucking murdering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Voss has got to go up after her. He's oh, 63. <laughs> yeah, dresses yeah. like a fucking nine year old, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's in a ska band, right? Yeah. So uh, he goes up, he sits down. Wrong move. So me and Keith run over. I go on one side of the stage, he goes on the other. <laughs> Every joke, we're like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, 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 you oh. Start growing. Yeah. The, the crowd just oh. <laughs> the whole crowd turns on him because of me and him. Like, oh. <laughs> He's on stage so violently angry. He's like, she just was talking about guzzle and cum. <laughs> How is that worse than that? <laughs> and then as soon as he said that, we're like, oh. <laughs> One girl turns to Liz and goes, why is he up there? <laughs> why would you put somebody like that up there? It's fucking Dude, great. My, the first night that I auditioned I at the- I have to piss, the, I'm sorry. Go, go, go. First night I auditioned at the cellar. Where's he going? He going to piss. piss. Oh, sorry. Yeah. There you quit. The, the, first, <laughs> the first night I auditioned at the cellar, right? Um, if it doesn't come back, do we stop and look No, no, no. Him? We just keep going. <laughs> keep going. Okay. Uh, well, the, for the Friday, uh, I think Rock shows up. This Saturday, I think Chappelle shows up, so let's push for like the Sunday. It's a Sunday, it's a late show, and um, I think Keith was hosting, yeah. right? And um, and and Voss just happened to be there, yeah. and uh, so Keith is hosting. I'm about to go do the first spot because that's the audition spot. So I'm just waiting by the exit door, ready to go on. I'm so fucking nervous. My entire time in comedy, I've been thinking about there's going to be a moment where I get to audition at the cellar, and Voss starts heckling Keith, right? <laughs> and then for like 40 minutes, yeah. They're going back and forth, yeah. just being racist. Yeah. The crowd doesn't even know what the yeah. fuck is going on. Yeah. And then Voss is going, he's my friend. It's okay. Right. Right? <laughs> you got to have one. Yeah. Like, you, know, you, just, you just get one up. And then, and I'm back there just melting because I have no fucking clue how to follow this shit. Right. And I went up and I bombed my fucking wow. ass off. Yeah. Did not get it. Yeah, you didn't. No. Yeah. But that's. The but SC, let me, let me try it again. Well, the funny yeah, thing yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is that moment. Yeah. Because I wasn't authentic. I wasn't pure. I should have gone up and just said something about it. Shouldn't have watched. Shouldn't have fired. Yeah, I wouldn't have fucking, <laughs> fucking watched that shit. That's but true. You, that's yeah, true. but those are the moments yeah. that the next time it's like, okay, that next truck up that hill that yeah. you're making, that's yeah. with you. Yeah. So you're yeah. like, I fucking, I'm, I, I knew, I went up there with the energy like that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Instead yep. of, 
acknowledging what I was fucking feeling in the moment. It was like this great lesson. Like I just tried to do like a late night set mm. right after this amazing friend reaction. You did your jokes. I, instead, of, instead of being a comedian. And being a comedian. And being funny. But yeah. you saw this like amazing friend reaction or interaction that was so like authentic and pure and everybody there, even if they felt uncomfortable or they were laughing, they're like, this is real. Yep. And then I went up there and I just did these jokes that I've been planning, right. which was so fake. And right. they could fucking feel the well, difference. Well, that's why, man. like, this special we did yeah. with Louis. When is it? The special's out the 12th. No, this, it's out October 8th. Sorry, October 8th. October so this 8th, is Saturday, louisck.com. So this this is, yep. you said for this to come out the 11th. Yes. Okay, good. So that's already out right now, louisck. Go to louisck.com. There's a link on my website, Robert Kelly. We'll put Live. a link up. Com. Yeah. Louisck, it's on his site. Yeah. Um, you, you know, um, but we talked about this. Like this is a killer club set. That's yeah. that's I've what, seen the set. It this, is fucking hysterical. But the, we left in. There's some shit happened, dude. Like, like we left in the improvs. We left Good. in the crowd work. Good. We left in, and we set the cameras up so you can see who I'm talking Good. about. Good. So there's moments in a club. Yeah. You do a theater show. Yeah. A lot. Of, you're doing your set that you rehearsed. Yeah. yeah. And you do, and they're all going. You can hear it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you do a club, yeah. you hear that late. You can hear in my my special, yeah. there's one lady who's losing her shit. And you hear her you constantly. Hear her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I love about yeah. clubs. That's yeah. what I love about stand-up. You're yeah, affecting yeah. somebody different. A yeah. lady almost died. Dude, 20 minutes into my fucking set. You fell on her? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? What happened? Well, you know, dude, this whole thing was a very quick buildup and yeah. a... And a you know, like I told him my concept and he, his concept was, I just want you to murder in a club. And I said, well, let's create this kill box. Like, like yeah. the cellar yeah. is a kill box. Yeah, yeah. Intimate, tight. Right. And my, my, I wanted, I, the Elvis's 68 comeback special to me yeah. was the greatest thing Elvis It's the Christmas did. special? No, no, it's not the Christmas. It's the comeback special. He's in the leather suit. Okay. And I, I couldn't get a leather suit to fit me, so I just got this yeah, jacket yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of fit. Yeah. It's a leather, so I kind of look like Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fucking at the end. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you couldn't get a leather suit that fit. Dude, I was I was gonna get a leather suit like him. It comes from cows. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, how do you I would not have been like seventy cows. <laughs> <laughs> I would have Peter would have fucking been outrageous. Over there. <laughs> 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 it would have been stitches. You know, you would have saw patches of cows. But um. Um, so we created this room. It was yeah. a blank space, Coastal Creatives yeah. in St. Pete. Yeah. Fucking, dude, great. These guys are fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, dude, we'll help you. We believe in this. Yeah. Build what you want. Yeah. And it was amazing. So they built this thing. It's all tiers. Like people go, it's this square box yeah. with people all around. So you it. can see everybody. Everybody can see each other. Every camera yeah. has crowd. I love it. Right? I love it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we created this fucking thing, so where I kill, but so we're doing. I walk out, you build up to this moment. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Calta, yeah, uh, shout out to Mike, number yeah, one yeah. best friend. His band opened up Pitbull Toddler. Oh, I I want, we're in fucking Tampa. Yeah, we need a fucking chubby rock band. Yeah, yeah. So they're above me on a balcony, fucking. Nah, 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 oh, that's nah, great. And they're killing it. And then if camera comes down and Mike intros me, yeah. I'm gonna walk out. Onto the stage. It's only fucking 12 inches high. Thank God. Everybody's fucking right here. Yeah. Nobody's waiting, you know? Yeah. And I get on stage, and as I'm walking out, this fucking drunk fucking bitch who went to the bathroom, thought it'd be a good time to go to the bathroom, and then you say my name, she runs in front of me. Oh, God. And I'm like, you fucking, ugh. She's like, sorry, right? 
I get on stage, my knee gives out because I'm wearing stupid Nikes and they're flat bottoms. Yeah, yeah. So my knee twists. I'm like, fuck. But anyways, I get into it. I'm yeah, killing. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. Fucking point taken, you scientist. There was other factors. It's not the flat bottoms. It's no. the fat bottoms. That's, that's, what, is the fact that's that that go I'm, up. I'm shaped like an egg on fucking toothpicks. You're right. <laughs> so I, uh, I go out. I'm 20 minutes in. I'm finally like, I got it. We're doing it. This is. I'm fucking in it, right? And then I hear, helper. Holy shit. I'm like, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. And please help her. I looked, there's a lady going, <laughs> second row, center stage. <laughs> and this husband's like, please help her, somebody. The fucking, I'm like, what's going on? The room shuts down. Fucking chairs are being ripped out. Uh, the lights go on. I'm on stage. I'm like, give her some water. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm off stage near the back door. There's chairs on my stage. I was just killing. Everything was perfect. And it's, yeah. the, it's over. And Louis and everybody's out and it's going on. They're trying to get this lady out. They're, they're, you know, they don't know what's going on. They get like, you know, 15 minutes goes by. And then I see Louis go, we're, we're good. good. <laughs> we're good. Go ahead. I'm like, I'm not fucking good. Yeah. I got to go back on stage. Yeah. And that's where the, that's where- you could go back to the jokes if or- I go, If I don't acknowledge this, yes. if I don't fucking say something about this, right? Yes. This is going to be, you know, so I go back on and I get back into it and yeah. we got to go and we get them back and then we do it. Great. But that that's going to be like an extra thing we put in. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah shit like that happens. Yes. Like I'm fucking with this guy in the crowd. And the rule that we had when he edited this, if it's not funny, it's not in. Mm -hmm. If it's not funny, it's not in. Crowd work. If it's funny, it's in. Yeah. I don't care if we have to take a joke out yeah. If it's funnier than that, we're going to leave it in. There's yeah, a couple, yeah. So those moments are in there. Yeah. So it's just a, a really killer club set. I love this it. is what we do in New York City, on the road, yeah. before the theaters, before the fucking you know, arenas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's all fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is what we do. Yeah. This is where we Make find. sure you check it out. LouisCK.net, I dot com, baby. Is dot it, com. Oh, dot com. Dot com. Okay. LouisCK.com. LouisCK.com. Make sure you check it out. And by the time you're watching this, you can go buy it. Make sure you support. Um, yeah, you you know, there's there's an interesting thing. Like when we did when we did my last special, we we built the stage out into the theater. Right. And they were giving us a lot of pushback. They're like, we have to remove chairs. And we were like, it doesn't matter. Because one of the issues with I think theaters is especially if you're gonna be interacting, yeah. is you can't see someone else's reaction from the crowd. You're just looking at the back of the head. Yeah. So we created the sides, even though it was a few rows, it was right. enough. Where if you're an audience member, you get to see someone else feeling joy, yep. feeling anxious, yep. feeling nervous, feeling happy. Like right. you just get to feel part of it, which is what that club, you what know, the what club I mean? is. That's exactly. Club is, comedy's jazz. We tried to. Comedy's jazz. Dude. We're artists, bro. Oh man, we're, we're fucking, fucking artists, artists, dude. No, but 100. percent It's like you have to like listen to them. Yeah. They're the weirdest thing about comedy. I think that a lot of times, like, it's often lost, especially when comedy is being like taped, especially with the late night set, is that. There's not like any listening to the audience. And by listening, I don't mean what they say. Yeah. I mean how they feel. Yeah. And one of the great things about like coming up in New York is like when you perform for fucking six people or eight people, you can't ignore yeah. how they feel. Yeah. You can't. 2,000 people, maybe you can move on. Yep. But six, you have to acknowledge it. So we developed this different style that's like we're paying attention to what you're yeah. – what you're communicating, even if you're not saying it. You're upset, you're fucking feeling weird, you're, you're groaning, yeah. we're aware of it. 
Yeah, what's up? What the fuck was wrong with yeah. you? See her face. What, what's wrong? You, yeah, if yeah. you're gonna go out and deliver your jokes, okay, fine. But if you're gonna, what the, what? How did that yeah, bother yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And then something comes out of that. And then not only that, everybody else in the room goes, "Oh shit, we're present. This is not TV. Nope. You are here, right. and the way you react is right. important. Right. And I think that heightens the state. I think it makes things funnier. You don't feel like you can just relax and chill. It's like you got to be on your p's and q's too. Yep. As an audience, hundred percent. Is that why you moved back from? Because I'm thinking you could do comedy in LA. Why'd you move back? I'm. This is funny. You want to hear why I moved back from? It's Patrice O'Neill. Mm. I was out in LA. I knew that, but I need you to tell the story. And um, <laughs> I'm you know I'm not going to clubs. I'm 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 doing like, you're a thespian, what, bro. I'm doing whatever. You know, I moved out there. I booked a role. I did pilot season. I booked a sitcom that, you know, a year and a half later, I thought they still were going to pick up. They never did. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm doing clubs here and there. Going from seven nights a week, doing stand-up with the best comics of my generation, and then the ones before us, mm-hmm. right? And the ones coming up after. I mean, the best. And then I'm out in LA doing a, a fucking coffee shop or, you know, some lady with a stopwatch going, all right, that's time. What? Yeah. What the fuck you mean, Todd? Yeah. And Patrice came out and we were doing, uh, uh, who's the guy, who's the guy that hosts the, uh, the, the game show now? Who used to be fat? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey was huge at the time. Mm. And they had a, uh, <coughs> a deal with Showtime where you went and did a show at the comedy store and then they, you know, they did a competition and the ones who won got to be on Showtime or Showtime. I think it was Showtime. <clears throat> you know, Gary was in it. Patrice was in it. I was in it. And I got washed out second round. I made the first round, washed out second round. Patrice came, was staying at my house. And uh, I remember, this is when I learned what friendship was about too. Is uh, <clears throat> He was like, yo man, I gotta, I gotta go down tonight. You gotta give me a ride. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm not in it, dude. I'm fucking, the fuck, I'm not going down there, dude. Uh, he goes, you got to drop me off, man. You got to pick me up. I'm like, dude, I ain't fucking, what the fuck am I, your chauffeur? Mm. I'm fucking, I just got douched out of that. I want to go to, he goes, no, you're not my chauffeur. You're my friend, motherfucker. And that's what friends do. And I was like, absolutely, you're right. And I remember I drove him there, had to drop him off, at a, a thing, a dream of mine that was, yeah, and then yeah. I had to go pick him up, yeah. take him home. And we were home the next night. And I remember this is when I learned about Patrice because he got it. Him and Gary got it. Yeah. And he was staying at my house to film this thing. Yeah. And he came home one night, uh, and I know I'm kind of going a little before it, but not at all. He came home and he, he they taped the first night, and he snapped at everybody, and because the sound was off, mm. they they were filming it for the people. They could hear it in the booth fine, but not for the people in the you, crowd. The, yeah. The yeah. mics weren't loud enough. Yeah. And the sound was off. It wasn't. It, they didn't set it up. For comedy, they set it up for filming a TV show. Yeah. He was like, no, you gotta, and they, he was fighting him tooth and nail. And I remember he came back and he was, his, I forget who it was, whoever it was, was saying, Patrice, can't you? He's like, motherfucker, no. They were gonna bump him off this. They, was gonna not, they were gonna take it away from him. Cause they were so fucking like, this guy's such a pain in the ass. And he was, and he, he hung up the phone and he was like, Bobby. And he started crying. He was, he was like, I know I'm supposed to just fucking go along with these people. I know I'm just supposed to say yes, fine, and deal with it. I know it'll probably be fine, but I can't be up there as a comedian and fake it. I can't fake it because they it's good for them. I need it to be good for me. I need to be able to fucking be funny. And I remember tears were in his eyes because he had to make a choice 
to say, go fuck, that if you don't fix it, I ain't doing it. Yeah. And they fixed it. Damn right. Mm. And the next night, it was better for every comedian on Damn that show. Right. Mm. The show was better, everything. And that's him stand. you know what I mean? That was like a moment of where, I'll be honest, I probably would have took it. A lot of people yeah. would have. I mean, I, I stayed in that shitty hotel and put a dress on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they were with swans and a baby grand getting buzzy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I remember we had, I, I barbecued chicken that night because I was home yeah. five, six nights a week, home with my chick. And I started cooking. And uh, he, he, I remember I put the chicken in front, I barbecued this chicken and I had this technique. It was five, five, uh, three, three, two, two, one, one, flipping it. And I, you made the perfect juicy barbecue chicken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put the chicken down in front of him and he took a few bites and he looked at me and he's like, Bobby, you have to move back to New York. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. No, no. He's like, I'm not fucking around, dude. You need to move back to New York right the fuck now. Get the fuck out of here. Get back to New York within the next couple months. I was like, what are you talking to? He goes, this is the best barbecue chicken I've ever had. <laughs> He's like, you're, a, you're not a comic, you're a cook. You're a cook. <laughs> fuck. Within a month and a half, I, all my shit was in a U-Haul and I moved back to New York. I moved back to New York. I told the, my wife now. Yeah. My girlfriend at the time, I'm leaving. If you want to come, you can come, but I got to go. Mm. And she's like, I'll come. And we drove back. We stayed in Jersey City. We finally got a place in Manhattan. I remember. Is this the same Jersey City place? That- this, yeah. Yep. Okay. And, uh, and then what did Patrice start doing? He started doing barbecue chicken at his Labor Day party or whatever, right? Well, yeah, that's why I- See, boss? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people steal things <laughs> from friends. He could. Patrice okay. good, though. He could? Oh, it wasn't barbecue chicken. What was it? Oh, it was like a whole cow. It was fucking, <laughs> it was great. I remember his, his barbecues were the best. Okay. It was the fucking best. Yeah. Because it was, you know, he had townhouse. Yeah. So it was yeah, like yeah. every people, you know, it's just in his his driveway. Yeah. He, it's it he's I think he's my favorite. I think he's the best ever, right? Everybody, yeah, everybody. But uh everybody who I think has seen him and like witnessed it, especially like in real life. Um, unfortunately a lot of people haven't. And I think a lot of people haven't because he probably stuck to his gun so much about the artistic side of it. Yeah. And like that's one of the things that's always stuck to me is like I never wanted to sacrifice that. So I was like, I got to find a different way where I can do the thing that I love doing. And we're very fortunate. We have the internet. I'm really curious, like, what Patrice would be like in a time with the internet. Like, I'm curious to see how far he could go. Because you see all these people that are able to go independent and have all the success do, doing themselves, being like well, authentic the first and one pure. To do it. He did the yeah. fucking web. Uh, the he, Patrice he, O'Neill show coming soon. It was so fucking No, funny. no, the web junk. Who was, was oh, well, he did the that. web junk. Then yeah, he did yeah. his own show. But yeah. then he, they, they fucked him because yeah. they fuck you all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. And then he just went and did his own thing. Mm-hmm. And he was doing uh, his own shit. You he know, had but, an episode of that where he was running for president and then he just started roasting Will for no reason. Yeah, Will was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Will Silvins. Yeah, Will Silvins, so, so yeah, funny. So, but he was roasting, and that shit had me dying. That's what I'm saying. I just, it's one of those things that like we, we maybe take it for granted right now that we can post clips and we can do these types of things. But like there's a time where people are coming up who are artistically pure, yeah. and that purity would not allow them to have the commercial success that we have. So I see a lot of times comics like complaining about having to post clips and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you whiny 
tiny little bitches. Yeah. Like everybody back in the day was conforming their seven minute clean set in fucking right. Boston or this, that, the other. You had to fight with a production company to get the sound in the room to sound good. Right. And now you're complaining that you have to like post a real, young comics as he yeah. complained about that. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, take a fucking beat. You get yeah. to do the comedy you want to do. Yeah. And if it and if, if fails, that's on you. But at least you're doing the shit you want to do. That's why I love Louie, because, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, he he gave opportunities. Yes. He took his opportunities. Like, you guys are helping each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Adam Sandler does. He took his opportunities and gave it to everybody yeah. who he saw something in. Yes. And, like, this special, and he's a fucking, he's beyond comedy. Like I'm, we. I'm he doesn't really, have to do this for you. Doesn't yeah. have to do it for me it's, at all. It's the right thing to do. He he yeah. he's like you. You need a special. Yeah. You should. Your stuff should be out there. But I remember, when, like when we came in, and this is why he's beyond. Like his brain sees shit that I don't. We they did the room. Like I mean, guy's a, a fucking award winning uh, set designer. His whole he gave me his crew. The crew that does his special. He didn't give me some, you know, whatever. Local guy, he gave me the his people that do Louis special Emmy yeah. award winning, Grammy winning people. That does, that's who I got. And he walked in, they set it up, and then I was, they were like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "This is awesome. This is fucking. This is it." He walks in, he goes, uh, that's wrong. What is that? Move that. Bring that over here. I want forty more chairs. Yeah. I want." Give me 75. Everybody's yeah. like, what, we're, we're fucking showtime is yeah. in three hours. Yeah, yeah. He goes, we need to sell 75 more tickets. Get on the internet, yep. put out tickets, tell everybody we release more tickets. Love it. And he's like, put, he changed the whole thing. Yeah. And it was so much better. Of course. Because you, nobody as a comic, saw you get it. it. They don't get it as a producer. And why would they? It's not their fault. They didn't spend 30 years of their life doing comedy. Yeah. He's, he's like, He's on another level. And yeah. I, I got on stage after he set it up. And it was different. And it was different. It was like, fuck me, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, what the, like. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay, so that was a learning moment for yeah. me. Like, take a minute, absorb this. Yeah. And say, ask for what you want. Yeah. And and a, just ask the question, could we yeah. put something here? Fight for it. Fight for it. Fucking fight. Yeah, right. man. And I, I just I came know. in, I was like, this is great. And I, I should have, when he came in, it was like, no, this could be better. Even when it's great, yeah, I'm still upset. It. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like every theater we go to, it could be great, yeah. but it could be better. <laughs> it could be everyone. Yeah. It yeah, could be better. Yeah, because we're comics. Yeah, it's never. We'll fucking... And then we'll switch it all, and it was better the first way. Well, yeah. at least we know. Well, that's the thing. Like people don't understand us. You know, I, I'm married to a square. She doesn't get me. We'll go to. <laughs> we'll go to fuck. Yeah, don't marry a headshot. If I can give every comment, please don't. If you marry somebody with hopes and dreams, fucking, it's not going to work. You need, if they have the same aspirations as you, yeah, yeah. fucking leave now. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's only room for one drama mama in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You need someone to balance you. It's fucking me, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you know, um, well, I'll go out to eat with my wife and I'll be sitting there. The waitress will come over. Okay, uh, yeah, what do you want? Uh, all right, yeah, I'll check. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with her? She'll be like, well, what do you mean? She was fine. I'm like, no, she wasn't. What the fuck's wrong? What do you want? What, she's got an attitude. And nobody else gets <laughs> that. that yeah, but yeah, comics, yeah. we yeah, yeah. are hypersensitive yeah, to yeah. tone, Everything. an yeah. eyebrow, yeah. little micro ticks. Yeah. This 
doesn't like me. That's why this guy, <laughs> yeah, right? And well, they'll never. Well, that's get what we're that. hypersensitive to. Yeah, this person doesn't, doesn't like, like me. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, yeah. that's what makes us funny. Yes, we right? need that hypersensitive. I think it was a uh, who was it? Rock said it. He's like, uh, if ignorance is bliss, being a comedian is the opposite. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and the 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 thing, like I like you said, what I went through the last three years, I had to. Stop trying to be, you know, I was afraid if I, if I stop being miserable, if I enjoy my life, yeah. if I get happy, am I, am I bugging you? No, sorry. Am I, I are you just, bored? I was just sending him a little <laughs> See how hypersensitive. <laughs> 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 you a white chick in the front row? Nah, the second show on Saturday? <laughs> when I'm not hot enough for you? <laughs> I, uh, but, you know, uh, I'm all fucked up. What was I saying? <laughs> Make him feel better. Bob! Bob! Bob. I, got you. I love those guys. The hypersensitivity. Well, no, I forget what I was saying now. My bad. <laughs> um, what was I saying? We were talking about if ignorance three is bliss, years, we're the you opposite. Saw, if oh, I stopped so being three, miserable. Well, you well thought I you, thought if I got happy, yeah. and this was a lot of comics think, yeah. if you... The hustle's dead. The, everything's. If you get happy, if you enjoy your life, if you start to love your wife or your family and start to have real relationships, your funny is going to die with it. No, but it's. Ex, but I. That's the way I felt, and it's the exact opposite. I feel the same way. It's the exact opposite. That you do like right now. I'm finding uh, in the last three years. I fucking love my I love my family. I created a you've life. Always, you've always been really, I don't know, you're one of the guys that I looked up to in that, in that way because, like, you, you have this amazing relationship with your kid. And, like, I know what your childhood was like. So when I see that, right. I'm very impressed. That's, to be honest, the most impressive thing that you've done to me. Yeah. Outside of, even with including comedy, it's like you broke, like, a fucked up cycle a lot of people can't uh, break. 100%. And, like, you're, like, super dad. And it seems like you just love that part of your life. I love being And that to me I is can, like the ultimate achievement, right? It's like you had no father figure. Right. And then these random father figures kind of like in your life, in and out constantly. Right. 100%. I've terrified they're going to fucking dads. molest you. Yeah, 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 for real. And then you have the opportunity to have a kid and then you like pour everything into the kid. And I don't know, to me that's, that is. But usually yeah, my MO would be run from that. Run from the intimacy, run from the realness. But now- you know, I wake up in the morning and I, I don't touch my phone. I sit on the bed yeah. and I think about- Ice cream? I, no, not anymore. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that in the middle of the night. That's my favorite joke. In the, no, there's two that I love in the new special. The one about going to sneak the food and your wife giving you the nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah a little, but, I get my yeah, little snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. A. Yeah. Worst thing in the world is asking your wife for help. I'm going to help you, but you got to listen. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Don't fuck yourself. But, you know, that, that. You broke a cycle, man. I broke the cycle, but now I found out in the end, I can still be, yeah. I can still be funny. Yeah. I can still do be who I was, yeah. but also I can go home and shut that shit down yeah. and go fucking jump on a trampoline now, yeah. not yeah. then before you fucking say the joke. <laughs> 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 like a baby elephant. I, uh, <laughs> Baby? <laughs> Baby elephant's big, dude. All right, fair, fair. So, so you have this- You know how I can tell you love being a dad? Because the way you came in, teaching Mark how to light a cigar, and I was like, yo, this guy fucking loves being a dad. Do you think that comes from not having a dad or not having a good dad, and then well, being like, I'm, I've I had, love, I'm gonna I'm learn gonna to love this. this. I've had amazing father figures in my life. Mm -hmm. The thing that was hard for me to do, in the, and I've done it in the last few years, is to- you got to be careful 
because you, you, my, my therapist said to me one day, you don't get a dad, boo hoo, you are the dad. Mm. I'm sorry, you don't, other kids get dads, you don't, you're the dad. So I had to stop when a problem arose, when something came up, stop reaching out to these other older comics and saying, hey, what do I do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sit in it yeah. and, f- and maybe fail. Yeah. Sit yeah. in the pain, sit in the fear yeah. and, and go, fuck, let it go. Yeah. Be grateful, know you're gonna be all right and make the, what am I gonna do right now? And be the dad, be the, 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 who you are. Yeah. So that was what's happened. And especially in the last three years, you know, I want my kid to grow up with fucking love. Yeah. I, want, I kiss my kid more than the priest kissed me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I love him and he feels that. And now, dude, I've made mistakes. Don't get fucking wrong. I made mistakes. I'm from Boston. I'm, you know, my thing was knock it off, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And a smack in the head. Um, I don't hit my kid. I'll never hit my kid. There's no reason to hit a kid. People are you gotta give him. No, you don't. You really don't. You, there's other ways to do it. And one of them is fucking loving him to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he'll respect that and, and, and you know, uh, respond uh, to that. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because let's be honest, okay? Some of you out there, you playing your games, you doing your activities and you getting snoozy and there's no reason for it because you should be on the subs. Gamer subs, the best energy on the planet. I was about to say the best powdered energy on the planet, but we all know that that's not true. This is the best energy drink, okay? Mix this in with some water. When I say best, I don't just mean best in terms of keeping you up. I also mean best for you, literally, zero calories. They got the nootropics, they got zero sugar. They have organic caffeine to maximize the energy and endurance, and no fillers, so they have more nutritional value. They have six of the body's most crucial vitamins and minerals, and of course, the electrolytes. They have all that. This is how you are going to stay awake. This is how you are going to absolutely crush it. Gamersubs has your back. So all you need to do is go to gamersubs.gg. Use the code flagrant at checkout. You get 10% off your order. That's G-A-M-E-R-S-U-P-P-S dot G-G. Go do that. Listen, if you're a smoker, you're an ex-smoker, you still got the cravings, you're struggling with it, you got to check out Fume, okay? I'm telling you, Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking, okay? Take some drag. Uh, Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses these cores that are infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings, okay? They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to stimulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for a sweeter experience. Now, all their flavors are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine, okay? So whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, or you just got that oral fixation, shout out your mom's, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash flagrant and use the promo code flagrant to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash flagrant and use the code flagrant. Now let's get back to the show. Also, upcoming dates, October 14th and 15th next week. I'm gonna be at Virginia Beach, Virginia. Don't pretend you have better things to do. October 27th, through 29th 
Philly, Helium Comedy Club. That's a cool city. You got things to do, but you're all miserable. So why don't you just come laugh at Helium Comedy Club? Also, quick announcement before we get back to the show. The the, uh, improv shows we have in December have been postponed. We will get a new date, and I will get it to you. I know a bunch of you bought tickets already, but we will find a new date for you guys. For the three shows I named and the rest of the shows for the Big Disney Energy Tour this year, go to akashsing.com. Get your tickets before they sell out, and let's get back to the show. I was watching you run the hour before at the cellar, and it was at the show where your kid was there. Do you remember this one? He <laughs> loved it. Dude, my kid's a nut. He was, and then at one point you were telling a joke, and I think it might have even been about him, and he just goes, that didn't happen. Yeah. And he <laughs> just walks ah, on stage a- <laughs> full of confidence, I think takes the mic and be like, Dad, I didn't do that. <laughs> that didn't exactly happen like <laughs> that. And then you had to be like, we're actually practicing something right now, little buddy, so I love you so much, but you're going to have to go over here. But, like, yeah. that's a kid full of confidence, right? He's got a lot of confidence. Yeah. Great. And, uh, yeah, he's fucking great. But it's, you know, even, like, uh, you know, the kid stuff that I got out of it, the stuff, like, okay, yeah. I love my kid. And then all of a sudden jokes started coming out about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, about, like, you know, I got to teach so, I gotta teach him a whole new way. So, so maybe that's the transition, because, like, I know when we were down in Miami, I was having, I was, like, so fucking happy. We went, you went to Tampa, I think, during the pandemic. Yeah. For, and we were in Miami, yeah. and, like, it, I couldn't write a fucking joke. And I and we, we moved back up here. I was like, no, I need to be in my element, because at, at the end of the day, I think comedy is, like, complaining, but we just do it funny. Right. So the audience has something. But, like, I had less to complain about. But in retrospect, I look back, and I was like, no, I just didn't dig deep into the newer things. Right. And that's what happens is like you evolve. Yeah. And if you give yourself some time on stage to like change what you've done, and yeah. we should always be doing that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I could do it in Miami. I can do it here. You can do it happier. Yeah. I do also think that like success makes like a, an interesting thing happen where like the anger and bitterness kind of subsides. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like this sounds like weird, but like the more successful that I've gotten, the more I really want the crowd to have an amazing fucking time at the show. It's not like me filling the void. Yep. It's like, how can this be spectacle? How can they leave here going, that was the best? Yeah. And that's, I I think that's a cool thing about feeling a little bit more fulfilled. That right. you want to kind of give the experience to the people. I just did the Soul Joe thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm outside in the middle Explain of Explain the, the Soul Joe. Soul uh, Joe's is a fucking thing that happened in the pandemic. This kid just, you know, the rooms were all closed. Joel. Yeah. yeah. He, hustler, he, hustler, he, hustler. He fucking put sand down in a field and put a tent over it. Made an outdoor made a venue. Stage, yeah. And then we went. We, I mean, you build it, they will come. Yeah. It's literally that. Yeah. Yeah. And we all fucking went. Mm-hmm. And you're out there in front of people who brought their own booze, brought their own chairs, sat in fucking sand in a field in the middle of Pennsylvania. You hear a train going by, fucking, you know, uh, you hear the Ku Klux Klan fucking doing a rally in the woods. You know, no, I think they actually came to my show. When I was <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I said. I was like, this is where real comedy exists right now, the woods of Pennsylvania, because you can say anything. Yeah. yeah. And if it's fucking funny, they're with you. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of that, you can just go anywhere you want because they came to see a comedy show. Yeah. And I said some fucked up shit. Yeah. I, you know, I talked about like, like that's where new jokes yeah. are allowed. Yeah, yeah. Is like, you know, I bought that tiny house up in New Hampshire. Yeah. And all, you know, me and I had this whole thing. It just happened. And like, I don't know where, I don't, I don't know how to be funny again. After you put out an hour, it's like, I don't know how to write a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost You've been doing it for 30 years. You're like, do I know how to do this stuff? And then you get in front of one of those crowds, and all of a sudden, it's just you talk. Hmm. And the whole bit came out about trying to fuck in a tiny house. 
And there, and it's fun. It's it's terrible. I mean, it's I'm talking about a you know my wife's fucking pussy and varicose veins and <laughs> fucking I hit my head and I'm bleeding and I just drooled on her back and <laughs> old young everybody dying. dying. Yeah. And then yeah, at the yeah. end when you say good night and you're like and they stand up. Yeah. In sand. You know what I mean? <laughs> in, in the woods where there shouldn't be a comedy show. Yeah. And they're fucking. It's like that's. It's great. That's the uh, crazy feeling you get. Yeah. And then you did some new stuff. There's nothing like yeah. when new stuff comes out. I think out. for a lot of comics, they think it, with the void, without the void, you're not going to be funny. And maybe it was easy for you because you were always confident. And maybe it's because you had a great dad. But like once you get confident and funny and successful or happy, yeah. there's a feeling that, oh, when I'm full, there's a fear that without the void, well, I'm, not, I'm nothing without the void. We're doing comedy the because we're empty. The void is what made me funny. Yeah. The void yeah, is how I got accepted. At the beginning, you're doing comedy because you're fucking empty and yeah. it fills that void. Yeah. So how do you transition to my life? I made a life. It's full. I'm happy as shit. But then that's when you're fucking, you're, that's when you go up on stage and you, your, your honesty comes out. Yeah. And if these people like you, yeah, yeah. they're with you. Yeah. And you forget that. I feel like you can almost be like your most pure and authentic self because it's not anger coming out. Nope. It's not hatred. It's not bitterness. Right. And I'm not it's as- like, yeah. sorry, go. Go, go. I was going to say, I'm not as tied to your reaction because my void isn't as dependent on, I have just more confidence in, oh, I'm yeah. funny. So if you're not laughing, I'm not angry at you as much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not whatever. It's, okay, well, let's just go. Let's sit in this and yeah. then let's get there and, and dig. And I think a lot of times like- you know, you've you've seen a lot of comics that like use a lot of drugs and stuff yeah. like that, or maybe they're drinking or whatever, yeah. but would produce like pretty amazing comedy. Yeah. But when you really think about what drugs do, is like they fill the void. Right. Mm. So then after it's full, yeah, you get this performance that these people can really ah, enjoy, right? right? So it's like they're almost filling first so that they can give. Right. Before that, they're angry, they're curmudgeoning, yeah. they're pissed off. It's like how do you settle that shit? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm really. I had to fill. You're right. I had to fill that first. And then I could go on stage, you know? Yeah. Like, my next hour is going to be on food addiction and weight yeah, yeah. and being a fat fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I can go on stage and, and point to a fat fuck and go, how, how, how many fats you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. doesn't get offended. Because he knows exactly what the <laughs> fuck you're talking he about. He knows exactly yeah. what the fuck. And his wife isn't mad. Everybody's laughing. Yeah, yeah. Even the skinny people get it. Like, we get it. Yeah. Because that's some, that, I'm, I'm like, dude, this is my sixth fat. That, dude, you know that's, what I mean? that's the thing that, I don't know. I just think I just love so much about comedy is like is like you find a way to say the things that make people uncomfortable. Yeah. But that instead of being comfortable, they actually laugh. We all want to talk about it. Right. You all see that big fat guy in the front row. Right. You're addressing it in a way where not only do they feel comfortable, right. but the people around it that have been watching that person right. feel comfortable because he doesn't feel bad. But then you also go into a joke that relieves that pain. Yeah. There's nothing. What comedy did for me when I first saw it, I was like, you do that too? Ah, uh, yeah. that's I was like, how you yeah, handle yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I was yeah. like, fucking, that's why, you know, look, I, I lost weight and I, I'm, I talk about it on stage yeah. because I need to make this funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's funny. Yeah. I need to make that funny so that people will, you know, people come up to me after the show, it's like, dude, dude, you fucking helped me a lot. Oh, you fucking yeah. helped me a lot, that's dude. Amazing. Big motherfuckers like, dude, I've been trying. I'm doing this. All right, man, keep fucking doing it. Yeah. I keep fucking doing it. Yeah. And, you know, oh, you want a little love? Yeah. I just, just I, I for, thought you were waiting. I didn't want a sniper to fucking hit me in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been quiet for a while. Oh, he's locked and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. slip up. Right, stop flexing your awesome yeah. fucking legs. <laughs> no. No, you don't use the uh, electric part of the bike. You use the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, dude. Fucking. 
It's it's a wild thing, comedy. And and you got, dude, you, you all you guys, like the comics that are coming up now, I feel bad for you. Okay, go, go on that. That's interesting. Dude. Do you consider me coming up now? Because you've seen me for so long. That's what I'm wondering. Listen, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, of course, I, I, I consider what you did is uh, you went, not only did you do what I did, being funny, yeah. going on stage every night, you had to figure out a whole new, you had to go, you had to figure out a whole new curve. Mm. Social media, mm. how to do it, how to get the, I can't do that. Can you do that? Help me do that. All right, you do that, I'll help you do this. You know, it's, it's, it's more of a unit thing now. Yeah. When I was coming up, we didn't talk about jokes at the table. Really? That's dude, interesting. Dude, we didn't, I didn't go to, hey man, I mean, once in a while we would. Yeah. That's legit just, how we became friends. You just went up, you were funny, motherfucker. Interesting. And didn't come up to me and go, hey, with a thing of notes, what'd you think <laughs> about that joke? I didn't watch you, you fat fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going yeah. on after you. I'm worried about fucking, you know. Yeah. I think the new generation kind of, you know, you had to figure out social media, yeah. algorithms, yeah. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, how do I get around yeah. the, the gatekeepers? Freedom. That's all I've ever wanted. Freedom. Right. I want to do the jokes I want to do exactly the way that I want to do them. And I guess maybe one cool thing that happened is when we were coming up, you remember, I remember us talking about this. Like, I remember you being frustrated that Comedy Central wasn't giving you an hour or something like that. And then- I remember this moment where I'm like, wow, all the people I find hilarious are feeling the same thing. Right. That's good. Right. That means the people I see killing yeah. every night yeah. are, are not being given the opportunities. That means the stuff that's out there yeah. is not reflective of what the people laugh at. Right. Because we all know who's funny and who's not. Yeah. Regardless of who gets shit. Right. We all know. Right. So if the people that I'm watching, every, and I'm, we're going up on the same shows as the people maybe getting shit. Right. And we see who struggles right. after people. Right. So I'm like, oh, wow, there's not a place for the type of comedy that we know fucking kills. Right. And that gave me all the confidence. I was like, if, if we just put out the comedy yeah. that works, the people gravitate to it. Yes. And, and you're not in competition with anybody. That's the beauty of the internet. Before it was like five specials yeah. a year yeah. and you, you and your buddy, your best friend that you right. fucking live with are competing for the one special. Right. Yeah. Now it's your buddy's putting something out. You're like, how can I help them get as many views on it where everybody's going on each other's podcasts and yeah. shit. It's, it's and a, I, don't, I don't ever hate, like Netflix, all these, like, it's like, you can't hate these people. They're business. They're trying to make money. Dude, They because here's the thing. Yeah. My, my first special I did, the Live from Village Underground, yeah. nobody wanted it. Yeah. Everybody said, fuck off. Yeah. So Jim Serpico was like, I'll do it. Yeah. And we did it at the Village Underground. We were the first comic to do a special at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. And we did it at the Village. This is when you had to turn the cameras on and off. Yeah, yeah. After 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, So we had yeah, to have yeah. people at every camera going off, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they didn't, the technology wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. He figured all the shit out. And then- we we just fuck it. Let's just do it and see what happens. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, we know you're funny. We'll do it. Let's do it. And then as soon as we did it, Netflix bought it. Comedy Central bought it. Yeah, yeah. And it's on Amazon now. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, it, it, that stuff happens. You're the not funny in control. Is the unique. You're thing. not in control of that. And if it if it is good, 
People will want it. Those you did that with Netflix. Yeah, fuck net. You were like, ah, I'll do my own thing. All yeah, of a sudden, yeah. it's like, ah, hey, Netflix called me. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. cool. All right, we're the, in business. The way I always look at it is like, we made it, so you called me. Like, you didn't do me a favor. Yeah, but we put you in a position where you yeah. had to. That's like hating comedy clubs that didn't use me. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah, comedy yeah, club that used <laughs> me was the Cellar in Boston Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. Every other club told me to go fuck myself. Yeah, yeah. Too dirty. Too this. Too edgy. Yeah. You're too loud. Whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And never hated them. Yeah. You know, never was like, fuck you, I'll never work. Yeah. That shit will kill you. Yeah. That shit, that that draws negative shit to yeah. you. Yeah. It motivates me a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I remember <laughs> it. I got a little bit. I remember when the deal comes in. I remember who was nice to me and who wasn't. You know what I, I mean? I didn't do that. I never did that. I was a seller comic and I was happy to be there. Yeah. And I'm one of those guys. What happened to all those clubs? Yeah. What happened to them? Yeah. They shut down. With the strip. Yeah. All the where where the fuck Caroline's? Yeah. What club am I at? Cellar. What's that saying? Uh, sit by the river long enough and you, the, uh, the, uh, the bodies of your enemies will float by. I've never heard that. I don't saying. think, I think you that. made that up I now. You made life. that up a lot. Yeah. yeah. I might have. I, I, I think I heard that. I think I heard that on a Rogan clip or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Art of War. Yeah. You know, if you don't, <laughs> is that the Art of War? Yeah, it is. Okay. But it's true. How many people? That's a good you, thing to do. Like when you make up a quote, just go. I heard it on Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say that's that's good. I I'll like tell that. You, dude, yeah, Rogan, yeah. Rogan will help you out through some jams. <laughs> yeah, Trust me. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Bro, those clips. That the house the Rogan built. <laughs> tell you, one of those clips, you're at a fucking. You know, you didn't sell the second show. Yeah. Listen to a couple. This is funny too. After, <laughs> I'll tell you real quick if I could bop back. I'm, I'm go, going, go 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 go. The um, we the lady dies on stage. She's dying, right? Yeah, yeah I gotta yeah. go back up. This is during your special, just so everybody. I gotta knows. go back up during the special. Yeah. So I gotta go back she up. She died though. She died. No, she didn't die. Oh, She's yeah. alive. I got yeah, an yeah, email exactly. from her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lived. You got right? an email from her husband. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the um, same one that interrupted, right? That walked. No, oh. this is a different lady. Wow. Yeah. So she's okay, but I, I remember I'm fucked, dude. Yeah. I immediately got an eye headache. I got the stress of my thing that we were working for so long. Uh, can you put your tongue in when we don't just sit there with your tongue out? It's freaking me out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna kiss my neck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excited. Bro. All right, dude. But fucking. So I'm a, dude, I'm 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 fucked up, dude. I'll be yeah. honest. I, I, I'm like, I went through, I killed it, you know, staying up, but I got an eye headache. I'm fucked. The first show, anybody who films a special, you know, the first show is where you get it. The yeah, second yeah. show is like, let's have fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody says that. Yeah, yeah. Louie yeah. even said that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I come back, I'm fucked. I'm I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm like I fucked up. I what the fuck? I didn't do that. I didn't do this. And Louie had to come back and he's like, Bobby. We got you, it. You, dude, he's yeah, like, we yeah. got don't worry. I'm like, dude, my I got a migraine, all this shit. I'm like in my head. I'm backstage. They cleared my my wife got the kid out, everybody. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm I'm panicking after the first set. Yeah. And Louie wound up, he gave me, he he gave me a Martin Luther King speech. A fucking, uh, a, a fucking uh, 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 Elon Musk speech. He literally broke out a, f a video of Tom Brady. He had to go to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the goat, though. That's a video of, yeah, yeah. you know, he's the MLK of our time. That's what yeah. I heard on Rogan. <laughs> literally pumped me back up. Yeah. So that I was like, "Fuck it, let's go," because my my confidence was done after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, dude, it's Am just, I gonna fuck up this opportunity? Dude, if I yeah. fuck up on the next show, we That's don't it. have another night. Yeah. 
And he had to give me all this stuff. He goes, watch this video. Like, cause you knew all these things, the quotes he was giving me and telling me all this shit. Yeah. It wasn't, I was like, fuck. And he gave me that, he pulled up that Tom Brady. Yeah. It's that one where he's like, they didn't want me. They didn't <laughs> think I could do it. And then they just fucking one ring. That's and he's fire. like, I, I didn't listen to those people, two rings. And then he's on seven fucking rings. I'm like, fucking let's go. <laughs> and I went out and murdered the second show. But Love it. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Know, even at that stage of the game. You've had a, yeah, you've had like a wild, just the whole career, man. Yeah. Fuck the career, just the life, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think more and more about like as I get older and, you know, want to have kids with my wife and like, like achievement is outside of just career. It's like, who am I becoming as a person? And, yeah. and am I like keeping the good things my parents gave me? Am I changing the things that, you know, I wish they maybe did different? Right. And uh, I don't know. I just, I've always looked at you and I've always admired you outside of being a comic is I feel like uh, you've been on this cool journey to become uh, a good man. You know right, I man. And uh, I appreciate that's that, a big man. achievement. Man. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of great comics who aren't good men, people. Yeah. And that's uh, the nightmare scenario. For and, me. and that's the problem with us is because we love comedy so much that we forgive them for that. Yeah. Right? Like, there are guys that we know are fucking assholes, assholes. but they got on stage right. and we're like, God damn, that asshole's funny as shit. Yeah. He's funny. He's fucking yeah. hilarious. Right. And, uh, but at the same time, it's like, they might be bitter and they might not have friends. They might not have somebody there for you, but I have a feeling like if you needed something, you could call a bunch of people and they, and they would ride for you. It's absolutely, it is important. And that's why like when I saw you getting married, like at that stage, that's usually when guys go out and go fucking bang everything and live all the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that moment where you hit that, yeah, yeah. you were getting married and all your friends are around you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, he's got it. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. He's got it because he's, he's happy in life. Yeah. Not just all this shit. Yeah, yeah. This shit's gravy. Yeah. This that's sh- true. This shit's gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're happy when you go home. Yeah. Yeah, the better, yeah. I, I mean, we always say that here is like the better the better this is for all of us, the more fun we get right. to have. Like, yeah. I, you know, I always, I, we're so, I guess, I don't want to speak for everybody, we're like super inspired by that time at the cellar and I think that's what we carry through here. Like we have this really close, intimate relationship. Like all these guys, like we're not like work friends. Like yeah. this is family, so we can be as ruthless, right? Because we know it's family. Right. When it's work friends, is different, man. Like yeah. you feel the energy is different. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, it doesn't. I mean, that jacket should be thrown in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 100%. either that or put it back on the couch. I you thought we it were off. family. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I thought we were fucking family. I'm pretty sure Edith Bunkers. That was what a chair was made. Twelve <laughs> years old. He's not gonna know Edith Bunker. Edith Bunker. Alex has what no is clue that? what Edith Bunker. What is she family? Archie Bunker's wife. Oh my uh, God! You uh, you don't know all in the family? Oh, no, Edith. No. All in the family. I've never. Go heard. fucking <laughs> put these kids to school. <laughs> Go back to school. All there in the a family? picture of Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker? No, I've you never heard of this person. You fucking meathead. <laughs> Coming from God you, bro. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Andrew, what the There's fuck? There's a picture of Archie at the Flagrant Studio in Brooklyn. Oh, really? On the wall, yeah. I've never seen this in my Funniest life. Funniest sitcom ever made. Broke the rules. Was racist, uh, insulting. Sexist. To, but not to everybody. And it was all on the main guy. He was the fucking idiot. He was Eddie Murphy, guy. delirious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard of him. Humana, 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 humana. <laughs> no, that was uh, Honeymooners. The same thing. So different. I just was like, what the fuck I'm are you doing? I'm such a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Is Eddie Murphy delirious? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what he makes fun of? Oh, fucking Who was it? Ralph, Ralph Brandon. Ralph Brandon. That's, that's, Ed, that's Archie that's Bunker. Literally a hundred years after. Ralph Brandon played Archie Bunker. <laughs> Red Fox was in it. Yeah, I, Red Fox was not in fucking Honeymooners. Yes, Jefferson he was. was oh, my. Red Fox was not in the Honeymooners. The fucking, uh, uh, I'm a Cuban. <laughs> what? Desi Arnaz? Red Fox had Desi his own, Arnaz. Red Fox had his own show. And then it became I Love Lucy. Are you fucking? I love Lucy's The House of Dragons of of Archie Bunker show. <laughs> you are fucking. It's a. It's a, it's a it's you guys a have to let this shit happen. Yeah, Billy yeah, yeah. Squire. Get it out. Let Billy get it out. Squire yeah, is yeah. the greatest American rock and roll star in history. Do you agree? Hundred percent. One of you. Yeah, at least we're on the same fucking. You know. Page. Uh, you know the Jeffersons. That's a spinoff of All in the Family. George Jefferson was right. Archie's neighbor, and they used to have like these what little is the, race what are we talking jokes. about? Jefferson's is that know, about the war? What? what happened in the war? You remember that? I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, here. civil, civil war. What happened? <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. Listen to me. You need to go back and watch All in the Family. Okay. Okay. Watch All in the Family, and you'll understand where TV changed. They stopped being Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch was. The father was gay. Uh, the, the son was fucking the mom. It was phony, right? And then all of a sudden, Norman Lear was like, we're going to make, what, where we are, we're going to make real comedy. And that's when that show came out. And then the Jeffersons and- Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. All these shows came out that were just dealing with real shit. It was the flagrant of that time. You know, it broke the mold. They were flagrant as fuck, racist as fuck, sexist as fuck. One of the funniest episodes, I'm going to probably smash it, not do it, but uh, uh, Archie was in the elevator with a black dude and a Puerto Rican guy. And the elevator got stuck. And Puerto Rican fix it. And no, no, no. As a Mexican. <laughs> Puerto Rico would be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Puerto Rico try to finger fuck your chick while you're But they're on the elevator and he's talking to the black guy and he's talking about the Spanish guy, right? And the and uh, the Spanish guy walks up, Mr. Bunker, I am equal to you. And Archie Bunker goes, equal to me? You're not even equal to him. <laughs> And the black guy went like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh, all right, this is what I love. Oh, that's good. So, what year is this coming out? 70s, 20s, probably? 30s or no, something? No, 20s or 30s. That's black and white, you fucking loaded. When were you born, dude? <laughs> I was in the 70s. Okay, okay. okay. I'm just making sure. Uh, 20s and 30s. That was prohibition. Right, right. That was the Great Depression. That was yeah. the Great Depression. They didn't have color TV. They we don't have TV. <laughs> we don't call them color. Yeah. <laughs> Some people do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I like is like they're aware that they're being racist. I think that like young people go back and watch this stuff. They're like, look how awful TV was back in the day. They're like, no, no, they know it was awful. Yes. They're making the joke about how people are. And that's how we fucking come together. Mm. That's how we come together. Now, did everybody feel that way? We're like black people watching the show, everybody, Puerto Ricans. Dude, black, of course black people. They did a spinoff. Uh, for black people, Good Times, Jeffersons, mm -hmm. black people love this show mm. because black people were rep represented in the show for who they were. Right. And they they didn't like white people Less either. than a white, but more than a Ricas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but when they did the Jeffersons, the Jeffersons w had money and they had oh, a white on. door guy. Yeah. Moving on up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was look at... We're all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. all the same. We all have the same shit. We all fucking think the same Were thing. Were people trashing the show? Was there like a woke 
Were people woke even 100%. back then? Or oh, no? of course, yeah. But you can't fuck with the ratings until now. Because yeah, look at Roseanne. Yeah. Exactly. Roseanne yeah, was yeah. the same show. And the, the worst thing they did to me, and I, look, I'm not fucking, I'm, I'm dumb, but yeah. the worst thing they did to her was take her off the air. Because you have a, a show that 24 million people are watching of all race, creeds, and colors. And we're laughing together. Mm. And we learned from that. We learned about racism. You learned what you can't say, what people are well, offended that, by. What you learned is that you, you learn that you can't be honest. You can't be real. And you mm. can't be truthful. Now, what she did as a comedian, that's why, that's why, that's the bad part of social media. As a comedian, it's, it's got, you can't go, re, politics are religion now. Yeah. So for some reason, comics, you have to be, you have to say meaningful shit. Yeah, I don't think you have to do that. If she didn't go on Twitter and didn't say, she looks like this, fuck her. Yeah. We don't care, fuck your political views. Yeah. We want to laugh. Yeah. She was trying to be funny, by the way. Yeah. She wasn't, I don't think she was trying to be racist. Mm. She, she fucked up because she's fucking old and didn't understand it. Yeah. But there's a way to get to that joke. You could have said something else about that lady. Yeah. But, you know, she fucked up by going on the, on the social media. The Twitter and feeling that we have a responsibility <laughs> to fuck it. Yes, I said the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we would let you go too. We would let you yeah. go. <laughs> I'm trying not to say anything. We're putting a thumb in front of everything, bro. <laughs> Put it on the line. Like... <laughs> Tell us about the Instagram. Dude, though, I felt like, like you guys TikTok. were vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys all went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suck. <laughs> the. The Twitter. <laughs> yes, right? the Twitter. It's just, guys, I, you know, look, man, I post what I want. Yeah. But I'm, you don't need, look, at back in the day, you no, at the table, no, yeah. politics, no politics, no religion. Yeah. Let's just have fun. Was that the rule? It nah, was because you guys would bicker over politics. But it and, wasn't, it wasn't, fuck you, I'm never talking to you again. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah, the fuck yeah, out yeah, of my yeah, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. never that. It was, mm. a, it was a, a, a friendly debate and, uh, you know, and my house, I'm from Boston, Irish Catholic, the Kennedys. My mother would, I mean, would suck Robert Kennedy off in, and, and, and JFK in front of my father. Yeah. My stepdad. Yeah. My, my, sec, my first stepdad, the one who beat me up and abused me, fuck yeah. him. But the, the second, second guy, Larry. Larry, yeah. The best. Italian. Yeah. You come over, be making uh, fresh chicken soup. Yeah. And playing Frank Sinatra. Yeah. But Republican, right? Yeah. To, we would sit down and, they, you know, people would start talking. Yeah. It was all friendly. And all of a sudden you hear ding and the chicken soup's ready and we go all have chicken soup yeah, yeah. and talk about something else. Yeah. It wasn't personal. It wasn't religious. It wasn't the way it is. You know, fuck you. Yeah. You know, it, it was, uh, you were different than me. You had yeah. different views. Yeah. Just like those sitcoms. Yeah. Meathead was a diehard progressive liberal. Yeah, they had like a lived, big liberal. His son-in-law was like a big liberal and his daughter, Archie. Both Bunkers. of them big mm. liberals, which represented a big part of the country. Yeah. And then you had Archie, who was a fucking <laughs> subtle, sometimes not racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But he learned through this shit, you know, uh, you know and, and, and uh, the next door neighbor's son would come over and he would just treat him like a buffoon. And he didn't know it. Yeah. So we all had, were represented in that. And, and that's the way it was back when I grew up. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, look at it. JFK, God bless him. He was a pimp. Yeah. I was a pimp. Yeah. So if you're holding up certain people to this standard, you, gotta, you, gotta, you better take the photos of him off. Yeah. Because that guy was 
fucking banging Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Banging starlets. Yeah. And I mean. What a he, monster. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why they love Clinton so much. He was a pimp. Yeah. Women, women yeah. loved. Clinton but, also a, a big rapist. Yeah, but, where, guy. but nobody cares. Why nobody gives Hillary a fuck. doesn't care. The rest of us care. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you might, but all the women, dude, my mom loved Clinton. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> played the saxophone. Her pussy got wet. Yeah. You, know I mean? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember, you know, it's just Can it, you can you tell me about uh because I've heard you mention Larry and the chicken soup. Yeah. Before. Yeah. As this like moment. In your life. What is that lighter? I get it. Thanks, Bella. Mm-hmm. I think Bella. So Larry's this. Thanks, dude, sorry. <laughs> he <laughs> said, okay, I'll get it, and he didn't even move. Well, <laughs> he said, I'll get it. The royal eye. <laughs> but I said, thanks, brother. I yeah. assimilate. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. I really do assimilate. It's good. I, I, I start, I start, what's up, man? Yeah. If I say, I was um, uh, in Maui. You wore your cool sneakers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking defend this shit. Hold on, you're in Maui? You did what? Listen, Please and, don't and, tell me that you. We were in Maui. We got married there, and the next day we were at a gas station, and uh, this Hawaiian dude pulled up. I was asking him for directions. My <laughs> wife almost left me. I was like, oh, cool, bro. Thanks. <laughs> My wife, I got in the car. This is what I saw. My wife was like this. And I was like, what's up? She goes, did you just give the hang loose sign? You fucking loser. <laughs> my wife's from Boston too. She's yeah. like, fuck you. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. Larry, chicken Larry. soup. Larry's the second stepdad, who's actually great with your mom. They're still together. No, he's he, he oh, passed sorry. away a few years ago. Okay. Yeah, very so I, quickly too. Very sad. Oh, sorry yeah, about that. He was, and it sucks to me. Because he was the dad. That you always... I mean, he was the guy. He's He loved John Wayne. He's the one who got me into Westerns. He got me into, you know, uh, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. Yeah. He was a man's man. Like, you know, you need a deck on the back, we'll go build it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. He, he's the one, when I have a job, I get up right away. I get up before. I'm early. I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't like to be late. And when there's a job to be done, I'll do it. That's when I moved up to, when I got my, I, I moved, I got my house up in Westchester... Yeah. I needed a fence. Uh, there was a stump in the back. And I, I'm going I'm to build a pirate ship. I was like, what? I built a fucking pirate ship. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, where did I get this? Yeah, yeah. It's from him. Yeah. Just go and do it. Go yeah. build. I put a fence in. Yeah. I built a pirate ship. I put a garden. Yeah. I did all this manly shit. Yeah. Because Larry, you know, you, when you, you don't think it's being in you, but it's, it's, it, these yeah. things are being put in you. Of course. That are going to come out, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was- But he invested time into you. He invested time into me. He invested hard work into me. And it sucked for me because when I had a son, you know, it was hard for me that he passed away because it was getting to the point where I was calling him up and saying, hey man, because my, my brother and sister, my younger brother and sister are fucking beautiful people. Really great. They, my mom and him did such a great job. And I was gonna, you know, it sucks that I wanna, these moments where I was like, hey, Larry, this happened. Can, what do I do? Yeah, you know, I did yeah. it, a, he helped me a little bit, but he was great because he'd be like, hey, well, you wanna let that go. You don't wanna, you wanna pick, I remember he said to me one day, pick your battles, pick your, pick your wars with your kid. Mm. You don't wanna fucking, you know, well, let him go a little bit. Yeah. You know, you know, and when you, when you give him a consequence, don't, don't take away his iPad for a month. 
Because you yeah, don't want to yeah. nap in two hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah, you know, yeah. Take it away for 20 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. that way, when you want to take a little nap, he, oh, he's on his iPad. Oh, you got it back. Go back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was that guy. And, and you know, but he's, he, the one thing I realized is that he's, he's in me. Yeah, of course. The things that I do and it comes out and I'm like, that's from Larry. Yeah. That's from fucking Larry. You know I, what I mean? I've thought about this. Like how many things do I really remember that my parents told me? And I can only remember maybe like a handful of things that they told me to do. Mm-hmm. But every single day I am repeating behaviors that I saw them do. When you have a kid, you're going to be fucking blown away. Because they just mimic they, exactly. They, it's just in you. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's there. And all of a sudden it comes out. Yeah, yeah. How you want to how you want to respond to certain things. Yeah. And you didn't even, you weren't listening. You didn't think you were listening. You didn't even think it had sunk in. But all it's of a sudden all it comes out, you're like, oh, that's- That's Larry. That's him, that's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. I got that from. You yeah. think he saved your life? Well, in a way, because Larry, what happened, you know, I started drinking when I was 10. Which is so crazy. I started doing drugs and, you know, I got arrested for the first time when I was 12. I went to jail for the first time at 13. And it sucked for Larry because he came in right at that spot. Mm-hmm. And I always said to him, I go, dude, if you came in three years earlier- You'd just be- I wouldn't be here yeah, yeah, with yeah, you yeah. fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would yeah. not. Yeah. But, you know, he came in at that point and he loved my mom so much and loved me so much that he, he was there. Yeah. You know, and I remember I went in and out of jail, in and out of foster homes for years. Yeah. And I remember the last time I got arrested when I was 15 in upstate New York and- uh I remember I stole gum and uh, I, just, I was drunk. I had a half a bottle of white label scotch. I had a rack of tolls and I was doing whippets. Nice. Jesus yeah, Christ. I was fucking nuts. And I remember we stole those gum machines. The cops chased us, put a shotgun to my head. Nice. He's like, if he moves, shoot him. I was like, it was gum. <laughs> yeah. Chill, right? Yeah. But 15, dude. You're in fucking geometry. This is crazy. I'm, 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 in the, I'm in the thing. I'm in the police station, downtown Rochester, or wherever the fuck it was. And I'm in the room and Larry was there, three in the morning. And he's there and he's just fucking, fucking here. I'm again, am I here? And I remember they were like, you confess and we'll cut you some slack. And I was like, I didn't do nothing, fuck you. You know what I mean? And he goes, those other two kids you were with are gonna confess. And these are the two hardest kids up there. I'm like, they ain't gonna confess, fuck that. He goes, all right, you lost your shot. He opens the door, they're crying. No. Oh, they're crying, signing shit away, ratting me out. And I went to jail that night. They took me away. Because uh, I was a ward of the state. When you're a juvenile, oh, yeah. they just make you a ward of the state of Massachusetts. So anything you do, there's no court. You just go back to jail. Yeah, yeah. They figure it out later. So I had to go to jail that night. And it was a bad, Rochester was the worst jail, juvenile hall I went to. Why? Because it was like a real jail. It was like uh, bad boys. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And you went in and you had a fucking room with a steel door and a fucking little, uh, you know, the, the pillow was like a cement bag. The, the mattress was a cement bag. You were a number. And I remember I got on my knees that night and uh, I just prayed. Oh, thank God. And uh, <laughs> I sucked everybody off. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I got all kinds of stuff brought to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, thank God. <laughs> I love that it was concern you had. All of us were like, is he going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> he finally did it. Yeah. That's the thing with Juvie. <laughs> Juvie Jail, everybody's like, dude, you have to suck dick in Juvie Jail. You're only in Juvie Jail for like three months. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're sucking dick, you're gay. You want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. dude, I'll suck your dick for some socks. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm, you're getting out tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You just want to suck the dude's dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but- we, uh, you know, I remember I, I was like, I knew, I, I was like, it's not people, places, and things. It's drugs and alcohol. Mm. That's the night it rang. I was like, I need help stopping this. And please help me. And the next day, him and my mother showed up uh, and they were behind me for some reason. They were like, we believe you this time. Whatever you need, we're going to help you. And he was there. They gave me a big box full of stuff because I was going back to Boston. I was getting shipped back to Massachusetts. And, uh, I didn't see him for a year and 14 months because I, I went to jail there, actually over 14 months because they lived up there. So I had to go back, to, I had to take a plane back. This was back, dude, I was 15. You could smoke on the plane. Mm. And I remember they had a smoking section, which was you know the whole fucking plane. But I remember <laughs> I had a pack of Marlboro Reds and I asked the flight attendant, you have a match? And she just went and got me a match and she lit, lit it for me. I lit up a cigarette, 15 on a plane. That's the times we're in. I remember that. I was just smoking next to a dude smoking. And then when I got off the plane, there was two state troopers and they just handcuffed me right at the door. Wow. And they were like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, I went to jail for a couple months in, in, in Boston, NFI shelter care. And then uh, I went to this rehab. That's what Tom Tompkins yep. stepped in. I didn't see them for a year. But then when I got out at 16, you know, I was sober. I was living the life of uh, a recovering alcoholic drug addict. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I had to move out. Because my mom and me still fought. We, she still treated me like a, uh, an alcoholic. Like yeah. I, was, I was out till two in the morning at a Bickford's getting pancakes, talking about God and spirituality. And she, I would come home and say, you've been fucking drinking? Yeah, I'm like, I was yeah, in yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. So I had to leave. She's which, probably traumatized too, like all yeah. she had to deal with. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And there was no therapy back then. Yeah, yeah. There's no, you just dealt with it. You're Catholic, shut, stuff it, yeah. and go. Still that way, to be honest. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> Even with Catholics, yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys Catholic? <laughs> no, big time. No, yeah. like French-Canadian Catholic. Oof. Yeah. So he- Deep-seated. Yeah, he wow. was actually sucked the dick yeah. out of <laughs> Mark will come in here and shoot all of us one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, always like, the happy one. Ticking. And it will be like the best episode. We'll yeah, be like, yeah. ah, this is so funny. Insane <laughs> views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a ticking time bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Do one more yeah. joke. Yeah. Do one more joke. I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't blinked the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, he lives on through, you know, my kid. Yeah, of course. Which is, uh, you know, Makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad that it says sad. It was very sad. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing that, you know, people who die, you ever have somebody die? Yeah. 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 Did, did you feel it? Not in the way that you're talking about, but I had someone who had like a profound effect on me pass and, uh, but not so much that like I see it through me as much. Does right. that make sense? Like my, my parents are, are still around, and I didn't really know any of my grandparents. Right. So, like, you know, but obviously when one of them goes, I mean, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel that with my father. Like, I feel that, you know, just having, I'm very lucky. I have, like, a moral compass. Right. Like, every time I'm like, what would I do? I just go, what would my dad do in this situation? Also a Larry. Larry. Larry's are yeah. good. But literally, it's just that, like, and, we, you know, we were talking about this the other day, but, like, uh, you know, I think you kind of see, like, Americans have 
moved, I'm going to say moved on past religion, but religion isn't, isn't as much of like a foundation of like the fabric of society. Right. And there hasn't really been anything to replace it. And yeah. I was raised in no religion, but I was raised with this dude who was like just, uh, you know, really pure. Yep. So I at least had somebody to where I could go, what would they do in this situation? Okay, Andrew, you do that. You'll be pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I even have a joke on my special about that. It's like, you need a religion. You need, you need, you need a something. guiding light. You need, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what religion is? People, you know, oh, did he really walk on water? Did he really do this? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, fine, fuck all that. Yeah, yeah. But a positive perspective. Yeah. Don't do this, do this. Yeah. Is all religion is based on. Yeah. Every religion is. Love rather than love. Be kind. Don't yeah. fuck your neighbor's wife. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, um, be there for other. It's all a positive perspective. So you, I, do you have to go to church every Sunday? Maybe not. But I don't, people who do, I, I'm like, you're trying yeah. to have a positive perspective yeah, on great. your life. Yeah. So I don't know why it gets such a bad rap. And you know, and dude, let me tell you something. You need some type of spirituality when shit goes wrong. Absolutely. 100%. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, that rubber breaks. It's like, please, God, yeah. let me get away with this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love my wife. Yeah. I love my kid. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I swear to God, I'll see you Sunday. Yeah. Just let the, my jizz die. <laughs> Bobby Kelly, um, I love you, man. I'm so stoked too, for you, and I want everybody to go out, support. Make sure you get this special. It's already up. By the time you see this right now, it is already up. LouisCK.com. Uh, com. Yeah. I swear back in the day it was .net. Maybe he bought .com as well. No, Rogan was .net. Okay, Rogan was .net. Rogan okay. at the beginning was Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan.net, I believe. Okay, yeah. but LouisCK.com, make sure you go get it. And uh, I want everybody to go support. I, you're the fucking man. I love I you, appreciate buddy. it. Love Thanks you so much. Absolutely, Absolutely, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you.